we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a special presentation of Two Nerds a Podcast, your home for everything movies, movie, music, video games, and everything in between. With your host, Bunny the Bruiser, and Dynamite, Jared Latching. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome to Two Nerds, a podcast featuring Midnight Miles. Since, the, you know, you still have the same name, but I've kind of been on a bunch of episodes now. Uh, we took a little, I took a break last week. Uh, we all took a break last week and yeah. you took a break before that. God, it's, it's been, been a, it's been a couple weeks. weeks. I know everyone's missed me, but uh, we're back to do the final, the conclusion of uh, the video game list, and it's Buddy's turn. <laughs> the <laughs> conclusion of the video game. I guess we should introduce the host of this show. I am Buddy the Bruiser, and... I wish I could, like... <laughs> He's playing Dokkan at this exact <laughs> No, this is Dragon Ball How, Legends. So, hold on. So, real fast. I cannot believe on your video game list, no Rocket League, no Dokkan, no Gundam, Gundam Battle... <laughs> ah, Dynamite Jared! Um, no, because those games aren't my, those games, I was going to say, I wish that I could, like, gargle into the, like, microphone, like, I'd take a drink of water, water and then be like, dynamite, like, Jared or something, but, um, no, because, I mean, you're on rock, every time I log on to PlayStation, all right, listen, Jared, out, of all, out of all League. those, Rocket League is probably the best game. Like, now, I play Dokkan every day, and I play Dragon Ball Legends every day, and I play uh, Gundam. <laughs> the list goes on, bro. <laughs> Jared, Jared, do you get paid to actually play video games? I want to know, because I feel like if you're playing four games I every day. I fucking wish. I, I wouldn't be hanging out with you fucking bozo. Actually, I would, because if I got paid to play video, if I was, like, a pro gamer, then, like, I would use that to elevate this podcast it, to a point where, like, none of us would ever have to work oh, again. So, spe- yeah, so, spe- so speaking of this, I'm not sure the timing, but I think when this episode comes out, I will have been featured on my first podcast where I was someone's guest to promote our show and to promote the House of Horror. Bless. So if you're listening to this, um, go check out the I Spit in Your Mouth podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the show. And is this a fucking sex podcast? It, uh, it is a horror podcast hosted by a drag queen. Okay. And so, yeah, it was an interesting time that should be coming out around the same time this comes out. So if you want to go listen to that. We also did the Top 10 Horror Sequels podcast over on the House of Horror with okay. Midnight Miles. Jared still time. needs to tune into that one. Uh, <laughs> <But> <laughs> I don't think... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Once our agency starts making bank on that podcast, I'll give it some listens. I'll give it yeah. some views. Oh um, no, the uh, so for this, um, I spit in your mouth podcast. Uh, did you do like an in person interview or was it over Skype? It was on Zoom. It was also okay. my first time using Zoom. They are based in New York, mm, okay. so yeah, it was a Zoom interview, um, which I did yesterday. So that should, I think their episodes come out on like Saturdays, so this one should be around the same time it comes out, so. Well, we, we announced that we were officially going on Mondays, and then you put up our Demon Slayer episode on a Saturday randomly. I did, yeah. You confused the listener. I did. Very, very um, 
confused comments we got on that one. But hey, they got the episode a few days early. Did so we it's actually fine. get confused comments? No, everyone was fine. That'd be so funny if just like it was one, a very highly regarded one, episode, man. One guy was just like, "Hey, I thought you guys did this on Mondays. What the fuck?" Yeah, like nobody cares. But I think it's just because Demon Slayer's hype, or maybe people hate Miles. But the views on that one were a little mm-hmm. higher than expected. Did we get any comments? Can we go through some comments? I don't think we got any comments on YouTube that weren't spam. Because that seems to be the trend these days, um, since No Star Reviews has been vanquished from the internet. Um, we don't really get... Like, did he get kicked off YouTube? I don't know the full story, but I know... He, I think he did. <laughs> Basically. For what? I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna have to message him and see. If you guys, I don't think we got any comments on me, that. If, if the listeners hate me and you don't want me on the podcast weekly, let's leave some comments on this episode. Jer- so I'd Jared like is know. reading one of our comments. It All looks right. to be in kanji. <laughs> so we need him to um, decipher this for us. All right. So this is a 213 iPhone 12 Pro giveaway by Apple. Um, heart, heart emoji, uh, kiss face with the heart coming out of the mouth emoji, dot, dot, thumbs up emoji. Click here. And there's a uh, little shady-looking YouTube link. And then we have some kanji here. Some kanji, some uh, hiragana and katakana in there as well. So we know this is this is one of our Japanese fans. Yes. Very big, very big listener of the show. And um, I'm going... Hey, we're trying to bust into Japan, so this is... We're thing. really... That's the marketplace we're targeting big time. <laughs> our number one market... Um, is in Japan. What's our analytics looking like for Japan well, right now? Well, I don't have it on our phone, but this was our, the horror sequel so far on Spotify. So, it's doing decent, but, you know, got it's some, fine. Got some listens, bro. Yeah. Maybe I'll share it again. Yeah. Speaking of Japan, um, R.I.P. Miura-sensei. Yes. Um, author, mon- author of uh, Berserk, uh, one of my favorite mangas that I'm still reading, uh, died on the sixth, right? It just got announced a few it days just ago. Got you, well, buddy, you're still reading your I'm, first I'm, volume. I'm halfway through the first book. I'm midway through volume two. Um, I did order the next book um, before this happened, um, and then now, and, and, and but so now, just, just, well, no, because like I don't know, because now it's, they're going to be hard to get. So like I don't know. I think the deluxe editions should probably still be. Decent to well, get because they're still relatively new. I don't know. I spent over, I spent like two hundred seventy dollars uh, just buying up the rest of the like paperback editions of all the books for the remainder of the series. For me, yeah. How many? I, how many volumes? There's forty. Forty volumes. Yeah. yeah. I bought. But how many of the deluxe editions are there then? Like, there's seven out right now, but that's not the whole series yet. Right. Like, there's still. Producing um, deluxe editions. Miles, the absolute fucking noob over here, hasn't read any of it. Bro, I got, I can't. All right, I'm gonna transition. I want to do some current event stuff on this, but both of you guys have not finished Resident Evil fucking Village yet. So we'll can't be doing a full. To we're gonna be doing a full. Current event. We were talking about current events. Kentaro Miura died. You were, and I'm transitioning into some other current events. He's like, yeah, fuck Kentaro Miura. Resident Evil Bros, what's up with it? So we will be doing a full episode of this once Jared and I complete the games. We are playing it with our spouses, so unless they're in the room with us, we haven't been able to play. But Miles, the the eligible bachelor, has been through the game. He's on his second playthrough. <laughs> Played a little bit of Mercenaries uh, the other night. 
In order to unlock more stages and mercenaries, you have to get over 400,000 points in a fucking... in three stages. Because they're done in three stages, so by the end, your total has to be fucking 4,020 points. Did they have mercenaries in Resident Evil 7? No, they had had the... uh, like those survival games in the basement. I played the fuck out of those. I played the fuck out of all the extra content for seven. But I played all the survival games, but I did not play uh, Jack's birthday or something. Did you play that? I played like a lot of them, but I did not play the one where like their fucking uncle, like you play as like the uncle or whatever. He goes back and saves Zoe or whatever. Oh, the one you can fucking punch mold in the head. Yeah. <laughs> so I played the I played the uh, the Chris Redfield. Uh, not not my hero. Or not, not your hero or whatever it's called. Not a hero or some shit yeah. like that. Um, and then I played like some of the you know fucking basement survival mission thingies or whatever. I did. I would just play those all the time. Just fucking throw music on and just fucking go to town. Um, I liked the one where it was like the dude on the, like, the other side of the table, and basically every time you won, like horrible fucking shit would happen to him. Or oh, whatever. it was like the gambling one, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. It, it, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we'll have to get back to Village, but I really, really liked it. I don't know. Resident Evil is my favorite series, which if you, if you listen to some of the other podcasts, you probably know that. I've spec- spoke very vocally about it. Um. Maybe in the comments when we do it. Hopefully, you think we'll get some comments on if people liked Village and stuff? I mean, hopefully. I mean, I hope so. We'll put out some prompts on Twitter. We'll get the community talking. Do you guys Maybe think- if we get some responses, we'll discuss them on the, on the next show when do, we do it. Do so. you, guys think, uh, you guys think you'll beat it in the next week? I don't fucking know, man. I fucking... I have to wait for my goddamn wife to come home. She's not even Same. in the state. Ne- neither of our wives are in the state at this moment, so... We'll see. Maybe it'll be next most, week. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be the week after. We don't know. In most nights that I get to play it with her, she like passes out like ten minutes in because she's so tired from working and like. But now she's off work though. Well, so. she's gonna start her next job here pretty soon, so um, I don't know how taxing that'll be on her. But you know, we'll see. I mean, I like to beat it as soon as I can, but I mean, you know, we're we're, we're working with a handicap here. I don't know, like. I would have beat it fucking six years ago if you, if I didn't have a wife like you, but... Yeah. Fuck, true. Here's the thing, Miles. We'll ask you this right now. Would you rather be in a happy relationship <laughs> or beat Resident Evil 8 before us? Uh... I don't have a lot of great experience with the first <laughs> part. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if I have the uh, uh, the life experience to say would I rather be in a happy relationship or be Resident Evil 8. Let's see. Resident Evil series. Been there for my whole life. No happy relationships long term. I don't know. I think I'm going to just get married to Resident Evil series. Okay. You, you That's can, fine. Uh, marry um, Lady Dimitrescu. <sighs> would, you, would you rather marry her or Jill? <laughs> All right, this is where, this I don't is know where, if the mic picked that up. Is, it was a very low fuck. This is, under his <laughs> this, is uh, this is where everyone on the podcast, if they didn't hate me or if they do hate me, I'm still waiting for those comments to come in. Uh, will because I'd have to go with if we're gonna really lay this down, I'm gonna have to put Jill and Claire side by side. And I'd have to, like, fuck both of them and see them naked to decide. i got to see that nipple placement, bro, on both of them if I'm going to fucking... The straightest man of all time, <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. God. Worst dude on the planet here. <laughs> eh, that's he, Here's the thing. 
Miles would not even split a sushi boat with us today. That's true. It was, I'm so stupid. When he saw that the boat was called the love boat, he was like, nice try. That's the gayest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Not doing that. So, like, me and Buddy had to just look like we were fucking lovers over there. Which is of, fine. Instead, that, of that, the, instead of the thruple that we were going yes. for when we first man, walked that in. That sushi boat was fire, man. Like, Oh, yeah, that was sweet. I needed some And then we mixed, and we mixed the... Uh, we, we all we, we all we, mixed the damn uh, wasabi oh, with the wasabi soy sauce. And I didn't. You didn't? I no, swear to God, I, I thought I don't really like. I love ginger. I know you hate ginger. That's disgusting. I love ginger. I didn't see I you touch the ginger either, right? No, I didn't touch I the it's ginger. It's disgusting, right? I just don't no. fuck with. It's the literally wasabi just a palate cleanser. And palate cleanser is literally just a word for disgusting thing you put in your mouth between food. I lo- I put it right on top of the sushi. So he can't I saw taste that. the it was sushi. Like a, a pile of fucking ginger <laughs> on top great, of the sushi. Dude, it's I love disgusting. It. Uh, Absolutely horrific. Yo, that spot was dope though. That, yeah, uh, that was, was good. Really, I was I, I, I want to go back We're there. Yeah, the staff was friendly and Oh, the staff was great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm such an adult now cuz back when I was a kid, it's like Every time we go somewhere, you're you, commenting on the service. Right. And <laughs> yes. when I was like, I think it's because I went to Japan now. It was like the fucking, the gold standard of fucking service industry now. That when I go to like Denny's now, I'm like, <laughs> I'm absolutely revolted at the level of service that I'm experiencing here. And then when we go to the uh, Indian restaurant that we like to go to, and we always have the same waiter guy, and he's right. fucking cool as fuck. And, yeah, he was cool. You know, and he's super nice, and I always tip him more than I tip people normally which it's not a lot but um <laughs> like <laughs> it's a lot for me i usually only tip people like like two or three bucks like i'm like not a big tipper damn everyone on the podcast you me and the nipple placement knowing jerry doesn't tip a lot depends on the bill man like if you're at denny's like two or three well can we get into fucking tip culture here because tip culture is bullshit like the whole thing's bullshit i agree with steve buscemi 100 percent at the beginning of reservoir dogs <laughs> One thousand percent, because I go because I went to Japan. Get better service there than anywhere else I've ever been in America. No tipping. And no tipping. They look at but you. But they're side, also they're also they're sideways. also paid accordingly. I you know I don't know if they're paid a lot, but I bet you they're not paid fucking like three dollars an hour like some of the fucking tipping, because like to me that's just a fucking like it's just fucking bullshit. Denny's like a multi-million dollar corporation is paying their employees three fucking fifty an hour. And I have to pay the other half with my tip? No, fuck you. I'm already, I'm already paying for food. Like, fuck off. Pay your pay your employees. I should only have to tip them, okay? This is what a tip is for. This is really what a tip is for, is when I'm blown away by the service, and I think they deserve a little something extra. That's a fucking tip, okay? It shouldn't be some fucking, like, obligated, enforced, expected thing. Like, if someone goes above and beyond... Then maybe it's like, mm, damn, yeah, I'm gonna slide you a fucking ten dollar bill. Like, you took care of me today. That was sick. Like, but no, it's just expected in Western culture now. I don't understand what the deal is, and I don't agree with it. But I have to do it, otherwise, I'm the asshole. R slash, I'm am I the asshole? Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah. I don't mind it when we go to the Indian restaurant. And I don't mind. It. I didn't mind it today. Because that wasn't like legit, like insanely good service and like talked. To yeah, us very about nice. Stuff she's and, like, been in America for two months. She said, and she's very nice, very friendly, and I think she's just really excited to be here. Yeah, and that's cool. Glad to have her. I hope that. Yeah. I hope that she has a great time in America, for the rest of her life or however long she wants to stay. 
Yeah. Well. But we- b- before we move on to the main course today, we had a few discussions in the previous weeks about video games before we dove into the top tens. We talked about what our first consoles were. We talked about games from high school that we really liked. And but I didn't make the top but 10. But it wouldn't make the top ten. I have a question for you guys. What is a game, like either from your childhood or it can be recent or whatever, that you did not play and like you feel like you missed the boat on it or like a game that like you've always wanted to play and like you think it would still hold up and like just like what are some like big games that you guys have like missed? That me and Jared talked about this, I think, <clears throat> somewhat recently. I think maybe even before we did one of the podcasts. Probably Metal Gear Solid for me because I feel like it was a game that like I had the first one on PlayStation, but way later was going through some shit. Sold a bunch of PlayStation games, had it in that pile, so I didn't play it. I have the HD collection on PS3, and I have Metal Gear Solid Four, and I haven't when I had a P- my PS3 fucking got a stink bug in it and actually exploded. So that was that's <laughs> un- I literally sent it to Sony, and that was like real fucking life. Because the way those PS3 uh, Slims or whatever were made, the way it can conduct energy or, like, electricity or whatever going over... I don't remember exactly what I said, but I looked it up online. A bug crawled up in the fan and acted, like, as a a conduit and just overloaded the fucking thing, fried my fucking PS3. Sony couldn't even fix it. They sent it back. They refunded me my money. I think that Metal Gear Solid is, like, a really good choice, I think... I think I agree with that one. If I have to pick something else, I would guess I would go with, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 or, like, Vice City. I played Grand Theft Auto 3 the day it came. Like, I rented a play. When you used to rent consoles from stores, I rented a, from Blockbuster, Grand Theft Auto 3 and a fucking PlayStation 2. Because I didn't even have PS2 yet because it came out, like, literally a year, basically a year after PS2 came out. And played the shit out of it. But no, but I understand, like, the hype on that, I mean... Like, Vice City is the only Grand Theft Auto that I have played out of the franchise. Because, I mean, like, I was a Nintendo kid. Like, I never yeah, had yeah, yeah. Playstations or anything like that. Um, so, just, like, I had a friend that had Vice City, and I would play the shit out of it. But, like, that's the only one I've played. I think that on that one, I don't, like, I think in that case, it's a game that I missed the boat on. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to go back and play it. Because I just don't think that would hold up now. Like, G- there's GTA Five now, and that game rules. Like, I always wanted to play Five, never played it. But yeah. I played Four, and I did not. Four was not good, and I didn't like. What 4. San Andreas? No, actual Grand Theft Auto Four. Mm. Oh, and that's got like what the uh, Russian like Nico or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and the then what Vice like really and, bad. is Vice City a, like kind of like a spinoff of that, or is well, it a spinoff of Three? Vice City and San Andreas are both technically spinoffs of three, which is hilarious. Of three or four? Of three. Of three. Four yeah. was the first one on PS3. Oh, okay. And then Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories came out, which is basically Grand Theft Auto 3, but with a whole different game. And I played that. I really liked that. And they made Vice City Stories too. Like, there was like five fucking Grand Theft Auto games on fucking PlayStation 2 before four even ever came out. Okay. Yeah, so, like, San Andreas, Vice City, and, like, GTA 3, like... Because, like, they'd be fun to play, but, like, when you have a newer version of it that's, like, better in, yeah, like, every I just way, don't think, like, I don't think it would hold up The anymore. missions in 3, that's the thing, like, people like to go around and, like, you know, whatever, but the actual missions in those games are actually, like, pretty fucking fun. 
Like, and they're pretty varied, which is, like, why I like the Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah. I don't know, for me, I guess from, like, a Nintendo perspective, because, like, again, and I wasn't allowed to play, like, M-rated games and shit like that mm-hmm. um, when I was younger. Have you guys heard of Eternal Darkness, Sanity's yeah, Requiem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that. in elementary school and shit, that game was, like, mythical. Like, yeah. people used to talk about it all the time, but, like, I feel like if I go to play it now, it's probably not going to be that great. But, like, that's the game where, like, they would do this shit where, like, they would pop up on the screen to, like, try to fuck with you. be like, oh, your memory card has been erased and, like, all this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. And you were losing I don't know. It could still hold up just because it would be fun to, like, see the shit that they tried to do to, like, fuck with you. But I feel like gameplay-wise, like, there's so much better, like, horror games out there. I mean, I don't know. I, that reminds me of fucking Psycho Manus and, and, and Metal Gear Solid when he would, like... They would, like, read your memory card, and, like, during the boss fight, you'd be like, oh, I see you're playing Spyro or some dumb shit like that. Like, God. I, I'm one of the few people, though, like, when people talk about gameplay and graphics, like, most of the time, like, if I still enjoy the game and the story, and it's like, if the game feels functional to me, like, I don't... I don't mind playing an older game, but I mean, yeah. I played the fucking Resident Evil. No, I play so. old games all the time, but like, I think games that didn't age well, I would still play, are like games that I grew up with. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's old games that like I'm functional didn't play. for functional for Miles is like barely any. Do, do the inputs actually have a reaction on the screen? Okay, good. <laughs> like, this game is functional. Because, <laughs> like, there's shit that, like, from Super Nintendo or whatever, like, it, Super Metroid or whatever. I've never played it, but I'm sure if you were to play it, it would still hold up. Oh, yeah, fine. it would hold, the, it'd hold like, the fuck up. Like, all Mega Man games are, like, and shit like that. You know, like, fuck, Super Mario Brothers, the original Super Mario Brothers is, oh, yeah. like, just as good today as it was back then. So, like... You know, there's definitely games, and like I said um, before, like Ocarina of Time is my favorite game of all time. But like I like like I said in my review, or not my review, but when I was talking about it, is that like I think that it holds up just as good today as it did when it came out. It doesn't feel aged or like not functional at all when I play it. So I have a question for you, Resident Evil fans here, because I was on, I was looking at some lists on the internet the other day. And they're basically saying, don't even bother with Resident Evil 1 on PlayStation. Just play the remake. I still haven't played the remake. Now, there's an interesting thing, because I did play Resident Evil 1 well past its release, well past its prime, and it was definitely aged. Like, it's, it's not pretty, but at the same time, it's a franchise that I'm so interested in. That I was like, I gotta play the original. You know what I mean? It was just kind of that thing. Like, I gotta play the fucking original game. So that's how I went with it. I think I haven't played the remake. It's in, it's uh, great. I mean, it's a great game. and No, no bullshit. But I don't know how you couldn't play... I think you have to play the original. There's so many memes and shit in the original game that you're like, you just need to fuck it. One of the funniest things, it's not even like uh, an actual internet meme. I wish that we were famous and like doing a live stream when this happened because to, like this is one of the all-time great memes for just between me, Ricky, and Miles where Miles was like, 
going out of his way to prove that this fucking clip of the dog getting its head slammed in the door was from the remake. And the frame rate on it was literally like one frame per second. It looked like dog shit. Mom's like, that's from the remake. That's from the remake. And it's just like looking it up, we finally looked up and found the remake. Looked like looked like goddamn like I was watching like fucking Avatar and like fucking XD in theaters. And it was just like fucking not even close. Like Oh, so I good! I wish we were on a live stream when it happened. Because just, just imagine watching like the lowest quality, most <laughs> bullshit fucking like clip of all to like the worst cutscene you've ever seen in your life of a dog <laughs> getting its head slammed <laughs> in the door. And Miles like, yeah, that's when the gatekeeper. <laughs> oh God! You don't even remember? Jared's told me that story like a hundred times. Oh, it's so all. good. It, it's it's right up there with when Miles said that second form cell beat the shit out of Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He doesn't remember that either. <laughs> the, I guess something happens when it's just me, Ricky, and Miles. Then Miles just goes into monkey brain and like doesn't. And then as soon as like. What, either me or Ricky leaves the room. Miles's brain just turns back on, and he has like complete amnesia. Like everything that happened while we were all three in the room is just like a fog. Like there's, there's been times where I've listened, like I'll listen to the podcast back that like me and Buddy do, and I'll like listen to something I'll say, and I'll correct myself before I even say it because I'm like, oh, like when I'm trying to use my fucking brain and think about all the dumb, worthless shit that's in it, and I'm like. I was close, but I was not correct on this. Just rarely. We usually one once a podcast. I'm and like, you'll like text me after, like, oh yeah, I should have said this. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was like, ah. But um, you gave me the fucking hiccups, cat laughing too. <laughs> fucking Miles, dude. That's one of the all-time great fucking story Miles stories. But as far like I said, I haven't played. Re- I still haven't even played Resident Evil Zero or the fucking. Uh, you got to play remake, Zero, remake on the and Code Veronica. You got to just fucking. Yeah, I need. I need to play all of them. I plan on playing all of them. Um, I would say this because I plan on playing like all the main Resident Evil games eventually. Um, if you like Resident Evil, but you're not like. Man, like this franchise, you know what I mean? Like this franchise, and you just want to play it for the story, then I would say you could probably get away with just playing the remake. But if you want to be, and I'm, I don't even consider myself a hardcore Resident Evil guy because we got Miles over here talking about like goddamn, like, oh my god, like. I've beaten the game 16 times already, and I'm trying to do it with my fucking knife-only run. I would never do that. Like, I beat the Resident Evil game, and there's some Resident Evil games where I haven't even beaten all the campaigns. Like, I've never beaten a single Ada campaign in, like, in any of the Resident Evil games. And, like, a lot of the time, like, I beat just, like, the... I think in Resident Evil 2 Remake, I did, like, uh, Leon's campaign, and then Leon's, like, all... All campaign do Claire, yeah, yeah. and like I haven't done Cl- like Claire anything um, you know same thing with Resident Evil 1 you know I did in Resident Evil 1 it doesn't really matter I think it's like very minimal difference but I did like Chris I didn't go through and beat it with Jill like, the only thing with Jill is that Barry's in her campaign a lot and, and you start with your gun yeah and like Barry's obviously not in fucking Chris's campaign like at all and like there's a few scenes where you can like 
in the original game where Barry will be different places at different times. So you can actually, like, find him at different moments. And sometimes he'll, like, legit give you shit, which is cool. Like, he'll be like, oh, hey, I found this. I think you're going to need it. So, like, her campaign's cool for that because random hard-ass fucking Barry experiences, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe one day when I'm fucking, like, giga bored, I'll, like, go through and start playing, like, some of the, like, you could probably, extra campaigns and shit. You could probably, like, if you're gonna play, you need to play Code Veronica soon. You got that. You just got that. Like I s- bought Code Veronica. Sometime yeah. soon. Code Veronica X. You gotta have that, you gotta have X, cause you gotta have the final fucking cutscenes at the end of the game. Yeah, so I got Code Veronica X on my PS5. <laughs> yeah. that's gonna look like oh. that's gonna look great yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna be looking at a fucking it's gonna be like fuck am I playing Pong right now what the fuck is <laughs> at it? least it was developed for Dreamcast and it wasn't developed on it wasn't developed on like Playstation like Playstation 1 I mean so it'll look better than playing like Resident Evil 1 the original on your fucking PS5 the thing with those though is is that they're not upscaled right so right, when you yeah. play like Resident Evil 1, it's like, it's like... It's just like black borders and just like square screens, so it doesn't look that bad. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, if you're if you're just in, in it for the story, then just play the remake, I guess. Yeah. Just remember that you gotta set bodies on fire after yeah. you kill them. Because it was like on a list that I saw. It was like the top ten horror games that are not scary, and it was... Resident Evil 1 was on the list because of the... Terrible voice acting and just the gameplay wasn't bro. there. Yeah, it doesn't, I, 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 that I, 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 doesn't matter. When a like, hunter, when a when, hunter comes out and rip like is about to rip you in half, you'll squirt. Yeah, like there's there were times in that game where I'm just like opening a door and like uh, the the loadout will just happen and it's like three zombies and like a fucking hunter like running right at me. And I'm the like, hunters <laughs> run. The hunters run so quick around corners at you, and they're just there, and you have to fucking fight them. Like, and, like, them. I don't know, when the dogs bust through the windows, there's some jump scares in that game for yeah. sure. I don't know. It's a classic, but it just hasn't aged very yeah. well. It's like GoldenEye. Right. Resident Evil 5 was also on that list. and My- That game's not supposed to be scary. And Miles' favorite game of all time, Deadly Premonition, of course, had a solid spot on that list. I don't even consider... Deadly Premonition, if you played it, it's like a, it's a mix of genres. Like I don't even consider that a horror game. Really. By the way, Resident Evil Five gets scary for like a, a segment when you get into the laboratories. That's when, true. When like when liquors start busting through fucking windows and coming at you, yeah, shit makes that shit made me like uh, literally shit myself like a few times. Well, well, you sh- see this list, sh- bro. Should we go on to my list? Okay, so. Of course, you've read the title of the episode, you've heard the other episodes breaking down Miles' top 10 and Jared's top 10, so now it is my turn for my top 10 favorite video games of all time. Uh, my list is going to be very different from your guys' list. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Fucking, uh, uh, what's the opposite of a normie? <laughs> I don't know. Alright, whatever. My list is probably a normie list, because you guys, I mean, I don't know. The, the I thing thought is, my list was pretty normy. My my list is very normy, but also I feel like the games that are on my list, they're highly regarded for a reason. So it's not like I don't know. Like I feel like every game on my list is good, and people know that it's good. Um, you guys probably haven't played some of these games, or if you have, they wouldn't even come close to like sniffing your lists. 
but my childhood was a lot different from your guys's. I obviously didn't fucking have a PlayStation until I was in high school. Was when I got a PS2. So I was in junior high. Yeah, but I had N sixty four when when I was. And PS two was the only PlayStation console I owned until this. The PS five. So I thought you had a PS four for a second. I had a I had my brother's PS four for like almost a year. And on that, I only played a few games like Dragon Ball Xenoverse and a couple other things. Like, it wasn't, like, enough to, like, really, like... No PS4 game has had enough playtime for me to even be on my list. Dragon Ball Xenoverse is cool, but, God, they... Yeah, chill with the fucking DLC, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, yeah, so my list, primarily Nintendo games, obviously. I had um, an N64, GameCube, Wii, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I did want to have one game that was not a Nintendo game on my list. We talked about it last week, um, and I did. Jared's playing with my cat right now, and she's very upset. I don't know why, but we talked about it last week for a little bit, so I'll keep it somewhat brief. Um, but Final Fantasy X is coming in for my ten spot. Um, oh, appropriate. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to go too long about it because we talked about it last week. Um, but super I, weird game, but this is a very weird choice. I don't know. I've never played this game before. What Final Fantasy X? This is very weird. <laughs> what are you talking about? You were saying that how your list is probably going to be very different from ours. Well, besides a couple, because I think I have not a strong start for the differences. Well, I think one game. I think I share you one picked, game with you. You picked like the one Final Fantasy game that Miles is actually fucking playing. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I played a few, but yeah, I, I have played ten. Yeah, I played like. Half but I think on my whole list, I have one game shared with you and one game shared with him in the whole list. Okay. Um, but Final Fantasy ten, I love the diverse cast of characters. We talked about it last week. Kimari's a fucking goat. Um, I love that the story is. Very straightforward, but also complex at the same time. Like, there's, like, the thousand-year time skip and all that kind of stuff. And then it probably would be higher on my list, too, if what we talked about last week, if it was more open world instead of just, like, streamlined the entire time. And, yeah, I really don't know what to say about it that we didn't talk about last week. We talked about it last week for, like, 20 minutes, I feel like. But it's a fucking... Blitzball. Blitzball. And it didn't even... It didn't make your top ten either, but we somehow talked. No, because I put Final Fantasy VIII in yeah. my top ten. When like, when you really sit back and look at it, Final Fantasy VIII was in my top ten just based on personal preference, not preference, but like just personal history. Yeah. In reality, like seven and ten are probably both better than eight. Yeah. But I- like. Dan Lacey's shaking in her death right now listening to if he heard this. Listen, no, okay, I'll tell you what I fucking hate about Final Fantasy VIII because I brought it up earlier. Enemies leveling along with you. Oh, yeah. You Most bullshit fucking mechanic in anything ever. It makes your grinding seem worthless. That's it. If that if that was taking out of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VIII, I'd have no problem saying that it was like, yeah, boom, that is the fucking... That's goaded. I'll fight anybody like better than Final Fantasy VII, better than ten, better than nine, better than all those. But it's got that bullshit fucking mechanic in it. So it's like really I get more enjoyment out of playing like not more enjoy I don't know. I don't know. Like I have a personal bias for Final Fantasy VIII, and that's why it's on my list. Yeah. 
Um, I guess before we go too far into my list, because I scrolled down on my little notes here, I forgot I had a few honorable mentions and a few things I wanted to say. So Buddy's the king of honorable mentions. so, So the way I constructed my list was I wanted to have my list be from a single player perspective. So there were a lot of games that I left out that are really awesome games, and they're not necessarily co-op games, but my memories of them and the reasons I like these games so much are because of the people I was playing them with and the people that were just in the room. So I do have a a few shout-outs. I'm not going to really talk about them, but I just want to mention Mario Party 6, Mario Kart Double Dash, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Turtles in Time, Guitar Hero 2, Pikmin, Super Monkey Ball 2, the Simpsons Road Rage, incredible fucking crazy taxi ripoff. I played that, I played that game, man. The original Left 4 Dead. I always which wanted to, but I didn't. Well, was I a lot of fun to play with. And, bizarre pick, I put RuneScape as an honorable mention. My wow. <laughs> Buddy just Inc- did his 11th. The chat just exploded right now. The original RuneScape, brother. Everybody. Everybody F's in the chat for RuneScape. R.I.P., bro. <laughs> oh, it's still going, but it's not what it Is used it? to. It's still going, but they've changed it so much. It's like not even. Didn't they shut the servers down for a while? They did, but it's back. It's like, I mean, it's updated. Like, it's normal should, graphics should, now. Should me and Jared get a fucking uh, 11 through 20 since you just did 10 honorable fucking <laughs> I know. I was just saying, I was shouting them out. I'm good. I, you just... You were just talking earlier how about hard, how, how hard it how is to do it at 11, 11 through 20, 20 ranking. Yeah, insane. I wouldn't even say not hard. Are, not hard for Buddy. I, no, I wouldn't even say those are honorable mentions. Is those it my top the, tens all single player, 11 through 20, all multiplayer? All multiplayer. <laughs> I only have one honorable mention that almost made my list. So this is my only actual honorable mention: Castlevania 4, Super Castlevania 4, uh, um, because I love Super Nintendo. But the problem is, is a lot of games on Super Nintendo. They're in franchises where there's a lot of games that are better that aren't on Super Nintendo. Right. And I felt bad not having a Super Nintendo game on my list, but if there was going to be one, it would have been Super Castlevania 4, since all the rest have franchises that are not there. So number nine, I guarantee none of you guys have played any game in this franchise, and you're going to think I'm fucking a loser. But for number nine, I have Harvest Moon A Wonderful Life. Um, it was on GameCube. I know, yeah, I know, I know Harvest Moon. I'm a big yeah. fan of life simulation games. I don't really like The Sims, um, but I'm big in the other. Games. The the life simulation game. Yes, I was never really into The Sims, um, but Harvest Moon: Wonderful Life. I mean, it's a game where I don't know. You have a farm. You get married. You have a kid. Similar to my normal life. I got a backyard. I mow the fucking grass. Um, <laughs> That's totally similar to having a farm. Yeah. Hey, you like, saw the corn in my is, backyard. But buddy's like. Can I? Like, you literally. I told you a story. Can I, I get an feed, AO from all my farmers out there in the chat, bro? I was fucking trying to feed that where deer my in far, my backyard. Where are my farmers at here, bro? Yeah. Like, but, farmersonly.com. You do have some random ears of corn. I was telling. I was, I was telling him the story that a deer came into my backyard the other day, and I had fucking corn that I was gonna cook, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna try to feed this deer instead." And as you saw, it was they, the deer ate some of the corn. Yeah, so I think a real farmer would just fucking blast it with a shotgun. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yeah. Uh, All the farmers in the chat right now are like, "Buddy's a poser." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd shoot the deer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. It was a fun game. I played a shit ton of it on GameCube. Um, 
you like go through like obviously the first year of the game is you trying to get married and then the second year you have a kid <laughs> and then you this is life keep of going. miles right yeah, here yeah. the first like the first, the first part of the game is you trying to get married like man that's just life isn't it yeah <laughs> that real life simulation shit. Being a farmer in the next. I would year. call you a loser for like. I don't like life simulation games. Like that's just me. But if I was going to play one, it would probably be Harvest Moon because yeah. it has the most anime aesthetic out of all of them. They didn't seem yeah. like I used. To, I've, I used to read reviews on the series. I mean, they used have to you have seen the artwork games. from A Wonderful Life? Because it's it's definitely anime. Yeah, I yeah, remember when this but, game came out. Like, yeah, I, I think it came out on PS2 as well. Um, so. But I played the GameCube version, and yeah, the, the characters in it are insane. There's like a fucking homeless guy that's like always begging for money. There's an <laughs> abominable snowman walking around. Um, there's like a mad scientist that's like looking in your windows and shit. And uh, there's just like a lot of weird shit going on in that game. And it was it was also cool because it had a feature where if you had the Game Boy version of Harvest Moon that was out at the time, you could link them together and you could visit your towns in the other games. Um, by hooking your Game Boy up to the GameCube, um, which we didn't do that often, but it was a thing that you could do in the game. And I don't know, I just have a lot of fun memories with that game. Uh, it's kind of weird to talk about because literally all you do is fucking milk cows and shit and <laughs> hang out with your wife, but I don't know, it was a lot of fun back in the day. Um, yeah. It's not the only life sim on my list. Oh, but, shit. Buddy um, just loves living life. Uh, in the yeah, I, I, guess love, so. I love living life. Um, I don't. I like games that make you like feel good, man. That's fun. I feel that. Um, I only get that fucking release in like a game where like the MC just absolutely fucking bodies an enemy, like regardless of if it's a cutscene or just like a really sweet kill. Like I was just talking about with Ghost of Tsushima earlier, where like. Basically, the main character kills one of the generals, and then the cutscene just gets fucking so pissed, he just fucking cuts his head off and just, like, throws it in the air and just starts murdering everybody while he's screaming, like, (laughs) get the, like, fucking, I'm gonna murder every single one of you, and then, like, that's when I get my fucking, man, this makes me feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, when you go absolute Chad mode in a game, like, when it's just, like, a satisfying death of a boss or something, like... I said it on the podcast, like, my game podcast, which if I was going to have honorable mentions, I would put both of them on there. But the Life is Strange series. I get very, uh, I feel very good at parts in those games, but only because... Isn't that game supposed to be, like, fucking morbidly depressing? Yeah, it is. But Leave it to goddamn Miles to come on here and be like, you know what game makes me feel good? The game that makes everyone else want to kill himself. (laughs) Uh... No, there are parts, though, in those games. Like, I think that... What did I say? What was your challenge for me? I was going to be like, Jared's like, oh, yeah, Miles uh, likes the games that are morally depressing. Jared's like, my dick gets so rock hard when I can kill an entire village of fucking people. That's not depressing! That's not depressing in a video game! I know for a fact... they're the bad guys, bro. I know for a fact, and life is strange, you're not going around fucking shooting a rocket launcher and fucking, like... Chopping people in half with a katana or anything like that. There's a lot of very, like, how you like life simulator games. There's a lot of very, Life is Strange, I feel like, does a really good job with all of its characters where I feel like they're very real and they do very real shit. Like, more so than a lot of games. Like, I'm not like, well, why did that guy do that fucking stupid-ass thing? Like, I felt like they make, like, the story writing is, like, super logical, but, like, in a way, because you care about these characters so much, like, it's gripping. Like, 
the last time. We said something about crying the one time. I'll throw it out there in the podcast. Last time I shed a couple tears at the ending of Life is Strange 2 and I had fucking COVID because there was an adorable moment at the end of that. But you got to pick the right ending. I picked the right ending. Eh. I don't know if there is a right ending, but I think I picked the right ending. The right ending for you. For me. To shed a tear because you don't do it so often because you're so incredibly straight. I am. That's true. I've never cried before. That was, that was the first time I ever cried in my life. Life is Strange 2 broke me finally. I mean, I like crying and everything like that, but I don't think playing the fucking depressing cry game would make me feel good inside. No, but like, the thing is, like, the characters, something's coming. I'd be like, damn, yeah, life really is strange, <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> no, there's the thing, you have to play. The characters come, I feel like both of your wives would really, like, fucking oh, watch I'm sure those games. Like, I'm watching, they could probably play it, honestly, like. Whoa, they, yeah, they, I mean, you guys could, but it, they're really good stories, and you can blast through them, like, pretty quick. I mean, Ricky fucking loves Life is Strange. Oh, I know, he recommended it to me big time, and I have it on my PS4. I'm pretty the first one. Yeah. Like, I started playing it, and I was... It was free for, like... It was free for for PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And I started playing it, and I was just like... I really just want to fucking blow a zombie's head off right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's what makes me feel good. There it is. There it is. That one right there. When you fucking snipe a goddamn, like, villager's head off in goddamn Resident Evil 4, that's it. That's what makes me (laughs) feel good. Nine, eight... I play horror that's games. My, that's my release. Horror games 75% of the time. So then I need that break where I go play Life is Strange or some sort of other thing like that. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Then I'm like, all right, now I can go back to ripping something in half. I'm very violent, violence-oriented Very games. violence gamer. Like, if you're, not, if you're not fighting things or killing things in the game, then... I'd like, we'll probably lose interest in it. Like, I've, unless it's just like a straight-up puzzle game. Like Tetris or something. I feel like Life is Strange though kind of plays like a TV show or like a show though or like a film. Like it's so, I don't know. It just has that like quality. Like a, I mean, games nowadays do. It's very cinematic, but the whole game I feel like it's that way. Yeah. Anyways, what's, what's next, buddy? The next game on my list. We're going to a console that's going to be on my list a lot. We're going to the N sixty four. Um. <laughs> slow clap for the N sixty four. Um. Donkey Kong 64 is going to be my number eight on the list. It was between that and the original Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. Didn't really play much of two or three um, in my youth. Um, But Donkey Kong 64... Isn't Donkey Kong Country 2 just Diddy Kong Country? It's Diddy Kong's Quest. It's called Donkey Kong Country. Okay, alright. Donkey Kong 64. Incredible game. Um, it's a very, and another thing you guys are going to see on my list is I like games where you collect shit. So in this, every level, there's five different Kongs. I swear to God, when you're done with Spider-Man, you need to fucking play the Arkham, the Batman Arkham series. So many collectibles. There's fucking collectibles out the asshole. Like, yeah, you collect, like one of the things is collect all the Riddler trophies and you have to like solve the puzzles to get them. I don't mean to infringe on Donkey Kong because. No, you're good. I love Donkey Kong 64 because, once again, this is a game that I think that your list will, like, not be that weird to me because I grew up a Nintendo kid as well. So. Yeah. Well, that's why my wife, was, she's, she, I don't want to say she gets angry with me, but when we're playing Resident Evil 8, I want to clear all the rooms. Right. And she Maisie just, gets mad at me, too. She, yeah. Can you just go? No, you have to clear... It's survival horror. You know how many times I'm not going to clear... I'm not going to clear all the rooms, but, like... I, you know, I like to clear them to the best of my ability. And then when, like, when I get annoyed, at least in Resident Evil, like, if it's Zelda, I'm like, 
Well, because she got every fucking nook and cranny. I'm like, well, because she got mad because like there's literally a trophy. You, it's when you look at the list, it tells you like all the shit you can do. There's one for breaking all the windows in the castle. I didn't. I'm so I'm like, to oh, get that. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go break all the windows in the castle. And she was like, no, we just gotta keep going. And I'm like, Ugh. whatever. I gotta it's try fine. to get that on this playthrough. So I didn't. I haven't looked at the trophies at all because I know that there would just be something like beat the game with only your knife that I would just be like beat the game yeah. in under three hours. Yeah, fuck this. And then one of them is beat the game with only using four healing items. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stupid. Um, but Donkey Kong 64, um, mm. it's obviously a platform game um, starring Donkey Kong. So, like, there's five different monkeys that you play as. There's obviously a lot of collectibles associated with that. There's tokens in every level, 100 bananas in every level. Um, the boss fights in the game are really fun. Um, every character has, like, two boss fights in it. Um, Ricky thinks this game is a little too much with the collecting because there's like certain parts where like you're literally only going into this area to grab like one banana for like one character but i don't know i think it's fun um again a lot of nostalgic memories with this game like everything else on my list um every character has like instruments which is really cool the dk rap is iconic everyone yeah. knows the fucking dk rap d k donkey kong, kong. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, there's, and there's a lot of varied gameplay in this, too. Like, every character, like, they move different, they feel different. Um, yeah, it's just a fucking really good platform game. One of the best on the N64. That's a banger. Um, what's interesting to me, I see your fucking Banjo-Kazooie uh, fucking me over there. And it's by the same developers that, that, as Banjo-Kazooie. That's, that's an amiibo, my bad. Amiibo, my whatever. Um... Just adding an A and a bow at the at yeah. the end of what I said, um, like it's by the same developers. It's pretty much like the same engine as like Banjo Kazooie games, but with like Donkey Kong characters in it. Right? Is there going to be any Banjo Kazooie right? going forward? I don't. Know. You it brought rare? it up, man. I mean, made it? Rare, rare. Yes, before it was bought. So out are by you Microsoft. saying? Like, are you saying do you do you like Donkey Kong sixty four more than Banjo Kazooie? Hey, I'm not trying to spoil this list. Miles <laughs> Miles oh, gets mad. He's buddy always ruins the list. He's always saying sneak peek this this and that. So I'm not saying anything. Banjo Tooie. I'm not saying anything about that bear and that bird over there. Um, How come Banjo Kazooie have not made a comeback? Because the rights is so fucking Because, like, they released that one game on Xbox, and they were trying to update it to a modern audience. They were like, fuck. Like, people don't want to play a platformer anymore, so they basically made a Banjo-Kazooie, like, Grand Theft Auto scenario. Who were you not aware of this? Play a oh, was it the Mature? Didn't they make Mature? No, it, it wasn't, like, art. No, it was still for kids, but it was literally a game where you just make and design cars and, like, run shit over. Like, it was called Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Yeah, okay. It was, like, a that. combination of, that like, a race... That never should have been on that. Banjo-Kazooie should never leave Nintendo. Well, well Microsoft bought Rareware's. Rare. Like, I don't no... give a fuck about Microsoft. So, and then the original team, they were fucking pissed that they made this game. So the original team behind Banjo-Kazooie founded their own company, and then they made the Ukulele series, which is also... I played the first one, and the first one's good. Um, I haven't played the second one, mm. but... Um, that was one of the games I played on PS4 when I had the PS4 was Ukulele. It's essentially Banjo Kazooie, only you're different. You're Yuka and Laylee, like you're a lizard and a bat. Did <laughs> so did Conquer come from Banjo Kazooie? 
So Conker started in Diddy Kong Racing. Mm, okay. And then Conker had the mature game. Conker's yeah, yeah. Bad bon- fur Conker's day. bad right. fur day. Well, because it was supposed to be a family friendly game, and then they fucking changed it at the last minute. The multiplayer modes in Conker's Bad Fur Day legit actually fucking go off. Like, oh yeah, so sure, fun. Yeah. Like, um, like they had the, like the death match or whatever, and you can set it to like you all have just like katanas. You just <laughs> yeah. go around like fucking cutting people up, dude. That shit went in. That was a fun game. I played that one in college. It's not on my top ten, but um, that is a very good rareware game as well on N64. Um, but yeah, uh, Miles, you've obviously never played Donkey Kong 64, I'd imagine. Uh, I've played a couple of the Donkey Kong countries at people's houses, uh, and I played Donkey Kong, the original, obviously, at the arcade. Right. Um, I don't know if I played Donkey Kong 64. I didn't have a 64. Where's Donkey Kong? Is he, is he going to get a new game on Switch? See, he, he, here's the problem with the Switch right now. is, And I've said this before. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. The Switch, for a lot of the time, has been relying on remasters of Wii U games. Because no one played the fucking Wii U besides right. me. So literally, the only Donkey Kong that's on fucking Switch is the remastered version of the Wii U. And what was on what was on Wii U? Donkey Kong Country, like a it new was Donkey, Don- Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze was the game. Mm, okay, and of course they had a Donkey Kong Country <laughs> on um, Wii. Donkey Kong Country Returns. Yeah, Tropical Freeze was the sequel that was on Wii U. No one bought a fucking Wii U, so they just remastered it for Switch, like they did with fucking Mario's 3D World and all these fucking games. They just fucking port it to Wii U because no one. Port it to Switch. Let me say something we haven't mentioned before, but um, New Super Mario Brothers fucking rules. That game is so goddamn fun. I haven't played all of them. I've only played that first one that they did. And you probably played it by yourself, right? I played it with uh, the woman I was seeing at the time. Okay. You gotta get like three or four people in on that thing. Oh, I'm sure it's fucking chaos. Like, it's so good, though. Yeah. Um... But yeah, Miles, any 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 thoughts, concerns? <laughs> it's it's gonna be hard because like like I was Sega, a Sega guy, and then I didn't have video game consoles till I was like like I said I was like literally like twelve, and then I got a Dreamcast, I got an original, I got a PS, I don't know if I got a PS two or a PlayStation first, but I got both those music and games for like nothing because I used the guy like knew me said so order music there. So I think I got both those systems for like cheap, and then like I never I had a GameCube was my first into, I had a game I had a GameCube and a Wii. Never yeah. had a Wii U, as you just mentioned. But no uh, one had it. I'm the only person I knew that had a Wii U. Didn't Ricky have a Wii U, or am I wrong? Yeah, uh, Ricky had a Wii U for sure. Like I did, I was he? Pretty sure yeah, he did. Yeah, we would. We played uh, like, um, fucking what? N- New Super Mario World. What was that called, or whatever on it? It was New Super Mario Brothers U. Whatever we played one of those on there. It had some good games, but no one because like like even the Mario Kart game that's on Switch, that's the remastered version of the one that was on Wii U. Like Wii U had good games. It's just it fucking. It should have never even been a console. They should have waited a couple years and then just did the Switch because it was basically what they wanted the Switch to be, but it, the technology just wasn't there yet. Because it was like the gamepad or whatever. Yeah, know? I need Switch to start coming out with some more of these like 
some of these uh, banger like Nintendo. We haven't titles. got we haven't got a Star Fox game in like twenty years. There needs to be. Aren't a, they always talking about developing one? I swear to God, I'll read shit on. Well, last on one the was time. the goddamn Star Fox uh, Zero or whatever. The damn was that the last one? Yeah, that or was, was on, that, that was like on Fox's Wii. Adventure yeah, or whatever. Star, well, that Star was Fox on Ga- Adventures? Star Fox Adventures was on GameCube. They made one for Wii U. It was called like Star Fox Zero or some shit. But it like bombed. I guess like I guess it was really bad. Like but the game sucked, or just not a lot game, of people bought it. I think both, and then like they haven't made a Metroid game in fucking since. Well, that's Metroid a, that's Prime. a fucking joke because Metroid Prime. Metroid right. Prime. Actually, yeah. Well, no, they Prime. made Metroid Prime two, right? Like they, they made they, three. three. It was a trilogy, three. and then they made that. What was the other one they made? They made Metroid something S or Samsus. I'm sure they've had like handheld ones, but as well, I thought far they as had like, another 3D one. I thought they had four 3D ones. I thought it was just the three. I could be wrong, but I don't know. But here's how you know Wii U was a joke. They did not have a Zelda game. That's hilarious. On it. I know because I wanted one for so long, expecting that a Zelda game was going to come. But it was just the HD remasters of the GameCube ones, right? And then fucking when Breath of the Wild came out, it came out on both consoles, obviously. But no one fucking got the Wii U version. No. Because um, that was the reason to buy the Switch. Um, Damn, yeah, I mean, Breath of the Wild 2 is announced, but like... Is that what they're calling it, or are they calling it something else? I just know that it's a sequel to... A direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. Um, and... Yeah, they need to drop, like, new Metroid games... New Donkey Kong, like... Like, I don't know if it's just they think it's not going to sell, or, like, I don't know. Why wouldn't it sell? I don't know. Metroid Prime 4, I guarantee everybody would fucking buy that shit. Yeah, Metroid Prime. Everyone everyone loved Metroid Prime. Like, not a single person I met was like, Metroid Prime? Like, no. Everyone fucking loved that shit. I don't know. Just, like... Just... I don't know. I'm frustrated with Nintendo as a company right now. Honestly, yeah. I like I feel like they just rely solely on Mario and like any other franchise, they just basically let it fuck but off. But they don't even really release that many like main Mario games. They don't. No. And like what was the last Mario game for Switch? Mario Odyssey. O- Mario Odyssey, and then yeah, just a bunch of that remakes shit was and weak. remasters. It was fun. It was all right. Guess what? It was also the easiest fucking game I've ever played in my life. It was like impossible to lose in that game. Yeah. Like uh-huh. infinite continues or whatever, and just like well, they've been doing that. They've checkpoints. been doing that for a while now, because like if you fucking die like four times, you can get like the invincibility suit or whatever. I hate that. I never used it, but it's just the fact that it's even an option. It's in there, yeah. And like to me, that's just so frustrating because it's like, man, when I think of Mario, I'm thinking of some of like the the hyper hard like Super Mario Brothers and like Mario Three and Mario World and shit like that, like. Those games are pretty fucking challenging. Like, I'm not going to say that they're, like, Dark Souls or anything like that. Maybe Mario 1. Right. Um, But, like, and the thing that's crazy about those games is, like, if you don't know what you're doing and you get, like, three worlds in and then lose all your continues, you're fucked, brother. You're starting at the beginning of the game. And you know what? I like that. Like, there's actual stakes when you play a game like that and you get so far that it's, like, well, I can't fucking lose now because, like, you've gotten all this way. You know what you I mean? You pretty much had, back in the day, have a bunch of, like, not perfect, but quote-unquote almost, like, perfect like run-throughs to beat a game. Like, you know, it might take you 10, 15, 20 times of, like, figuring out, like, 
right. how to get to the end of the game and actually like win. Well, that's just the state ride. of gaming at the because I mean like <clears throat> at that time arcades were still going on, right. so it's definitely like the quarter culture. So like yeah. you you die, you got to go back, put more money into the fucking machine. So that's like how all games were at the time, and like although yeah, it does do a challenge. I know like for me. Like, if we're playing fucking Resident Evil 8 or whatever, and you fucking die, like, I don't want to go back to the fucking beginning. Like, you know what I mean? Well, games have changed. But that's that's different. But I do want to go back to, like, my last save point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's convenient or whatever, but, like, to me, like, because in Ghost of Tsushima is really bad about this. This is probably my, my least favorite thing about the game. When you die... It literally just brings you back to like right, right where you, you were. Like so, if you die in like a boss fight, like a duel or whatever, you die. All right, cool. We'll just start you at the beginning of the duel again. Like no, man. Just like give me something. Make me work for it a little bit. Like instead of just like I'm instead right of outside just, the door. Yeah. Instead of me just getting my ass kicked like three times in a row until I finally win with no consequences whatsoever. You know what I mean? So like. Uh, yeah, I do like it, at least in Resident Evil. It's like, okay, like you died, go back to your last typewriter. Now you have to go through all these rooms again to get back to the thing. Maybe you picked up some items on the way to the boss fight. Now you got to go through and do that again. You have to dodge this one fucking zombie that you've been dodging every fucking time. Oh, he bit you? That pisses me off. I'm always like, all right, back to the last safe point. This fucker right. bit me. You know what I mean? Just shit like that. Like, it's annoying, but at the same time, it makes me feel like I'm actually the old Resident Evil games were good about going taking the 2D things we just talked about and going to 3D where it's like, yeah, you had to like, you might go back like, because I, I used to, you know, they used to do the save points would fuck up your rankings, so I might not save for like, fuck like a third of the game or 25 percent of the game, and then I would die and be like, oh my god, I have so much to go back and do. Like, I've talked about times where I was trying to get certain run throughs on Silent Hill. And, like, some of them are, like, you have to do this to, you know, get this ending or or I'm trying to beat it with this. Like, and this was, like, before trophies, but, like, they had, like, little things right, in yeah, there. Yeah. And I remember, like, literally almost beating an entire Silent Hill game without saving, and I fucking died, and it was four in the morning. I said the story, and I woke my parents up because I was, like, screaming so fucking loud how pissed I was. They literally... Well, you didn't, need to, you didn't need to even attempt that. What, what's... <laughs> four in the morning when you die in a game, though, that you've been playing all night is literally, like, when you're oh, a kid, no, it's, it's the that's worst dog fucking shit. I, I agree, but, like... You literally just want to die. Like, it's fucking horrible. Um... What's the next on your list, buddy? So next on my list is The Last Life Simulator on my list. Um, A game that Jared does not like very much, but it's games that are very close to my heart. I had a very hard time trying to pick which one I want on my list um, for this, and I still don't know, but we'll just start talking about it. Um, The Animal Crossing franchise. Um, I've played every game in the series since it came out on GameCube, um, all the way up to the one that's on Switch right now. Um, and when picking which one I want for the list, it really only came down to three in the franchise, which would be the original one, uh, New Leaf, which was on 3DS, which I played in college, and then the new one. And the reason I'm hesitant to put the new one on my list is because even though it did, it vastly improves on everything in the franchise, like the way you do your items, there's so much customizable shit in the town. I mean, you saw my house in Animal Crossing. I literally have Metallica and fucking Phil Collins albums on my walls and shit. <laughs> um, so it's very cool and customizable. But the thing was, I played it for a month and a half, and then I fell off. And I haven't touched it since. Yeah. 
with like the uh, and like with New Leaf, like I played that in college, like every fucking day. Like it's similar to like your gotcha games, where like every day I would just log in, catch my fish, do my shit, and then come back the next day. You know what I mean? Right. Um, the first one, and I think that's the one I'm gonna go with. I played it constantly. And you would fuck with your time settings on your GameCube so you would just go through, like, years at a time. Um, because it's in real time. So, like, if you're fucking playing for an hour, it's an actual hour, like, oh, wow. within the game. Um, so in that, I was, like, years ahead. I think I was probably up to, like, fucking 2020 when I was playing it in, like, 2001. Um, and, yeah, it's just a fun game. I like doing the daily tasks, catching the fish, filling up your museum with fossils, in the original game, it's also cool because there's actually NES collectibles in it where literally you get little Nintendo consoles and you can play a full version of Excite Bike, a full version of Super Mario Brothers, like all this shit within Animal Crossing, which I not it doesn't affect my ranking of it, but it was just a cool thing to have in that game that, I mean, who knows? Like, someone could have never played Mario Brothers up to that point and, like, you fucking have it in your Animal Crossing game. Shen- so, that, to me, is more... It sounds more interesting there I, I mean i would in that scenario i would just go play mario but like my problem with the animal crossing is that it's literally nothing <laughs> like you literally basically like you do stuff i guess but it's like the least interactive like shit ever like when you fish you go stick a thing in the fucking pond and then and then and then pull it up it's not like a fishing game where it's like goddamn like Zelda, where you cast right, out yeah, and you not, see the fish do, and you gotta play the whole ass mini game. Like if it was hard. shit like that, I, I love fishing mini games. Shenmue so, Three has an insane like you have to catch all these crazy fish, and like you have to be there certain times of the day. There's fishing tournaments. Like there's literally an entire fishing game in Shenmue Three, and I barely scratched the surface of it because it was like right. So and I mean, on. in Final Fantasy Fifteen, there's a great fishing game. Like, you know, several Zeldas have great fishing minigames. And there's been a bunch of games that I've played that have great fishing minigames. And the thing is, like, with that, like, I would probably get into Animal Crossing. Like, there's no, there's no skill to it. Like, Like, I see what you're saying. Like, it's there's just nothing to it. It's just not even like me playing a game, really. It's just me, like, well, it's still like you can only catch fish certain times of day, certain times of the year. So, like, there is a strategy involved in it. But again, like you put your fucking thing in the water, it bites it, you pull it out. Like there's not. It's just so like str- it's just so nothing. Like Maisie was showing me her little village, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? And she's got like a whole arcade, and like one part of her village has got the pinball machines and the fucking like arcade cabinet and shit. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Like, can you play that? Oh no. Like I could walk up to it and pretend like I'm playing it. Well, what the fuck, man? Like the Animal Crossing could have like program like fucking Tetris or something into their arcade cabinet that you could just they like, did go up in the, to they did play. they did in the first one so on the Switch one yeah there's no excuse yeah there's no nothing for it and I mean like that just irritates the shit I mean I would play it if it was like all right you know what I mean like oh man I want to get this table okay I gotta play Tom Nook in a game of darts for this shit like that would be sick like. If it like it's like in Yakuza, you know what I mean? There's a lot of fucking running around and doing nothing in Yakuza. There's so many fucking mini games. Like there's a whole ass game with like a thousand fucking mini games also built in. Same with like a Shenmue, Shenmue or yeah, like any Final that, Fantasy yeah. game. A whole ass game with mini games in it. Whereas Animal Crossing is like 
not even really a fucking game, honestly, with no mini games in it either. And uh, that just I love Animal irritates Crossing. Me. I was like, I, know, I, was I, like, I love Animal Crossing. I was like, oh my god, it irritates again. It's something that maybe because maybe if you played the first one where it did have games, you could actually play. But in that scenario, like I said, like I would just play the fucking like if I want to play Excite Bike, like all right, cool, I'll just load up Excite Bike. At that point, like I'm not gonna play Animal Crossing to play Excite Bike unless it's literally the only. Yeah, but there's fun shit. I mean, like, I have. like in the original game, like if you're that would be. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Because I was gonna. That would start be that would be stuff. sick to me. Like that's a cool bonus. Like in Pokemon Stadium, where it's like this whole ass game, and you can also put your fucking Pokemon cartridge in there and play your fucking Game Boy game on the N64. That was sweet, and that was an extra sweet because. Like you can transfer your Pokemon from the game into from the Pokemon. game into the thing, but also like there's a whole other game there. Like I'm not just playing Pokemon Stadium so I can play Pokemon Red on my TV. You know what I mean? Like there was the whole fucking stadium and like all the cups and like all that shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so there was all that plus the fucking little bonus mini game over here. We got Pokemon Red that I could play over there. Like yeah. that was that was fucking. Sweet to me. Could you play other Game Boy games on, on that, too? So, not on the N64 version. That was the worst one out of all the Game Boy add-ons. Because on Super Nintendo, they had the Super Game Boy, Game Boy obviously. Yeah. And on GameCube, they had an attachment, which I have, where you put your Game Boy game underneath your GameCube, and you can play any yeah, Game Boy I, or Game I Boy Advance game. When I got a GameCube, I want Oh, it's that. just built into the GameCube? Or no, no, it, it, no, it's attached oh, to the bottom. It attaches okay, to one of the expansion slots, and then you fucking... Oh, it's literally yeah. a whole tray underneath yeah, the GameCube. It's literally, yeah, it's literally, it's, it makes your game... like it It's like a couple inches higher, yeah. It makes your GameCube a fucking game station. There's yeah. like... I wanted that because Game Boy Advance had so many RPGs yeah. at the time. And I still out, have the like, I still have the attachment because I just put it on the GameCube and I never took it off. But I don't have the disc anymore that lets you play them, and the discs are like super expensive. Oh fuck! I forgot. Because you have to have a, a certain disc in there to make it work, obviously. <sighs> um, but yeah, those discs go for like fucking thirty bucks on eBay, and I'm just like fuck. I thought um, you were gonna say way higher when you didn't want to say But thirty bucks to play a game on the TV that I could just play holding it. I mean, like I don't know, like the the fucking that just reminds me of like uh it, like swap discs and shit from like PS One mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, like case of point, I love pointless shit in video games. I just I have a line that I draw where like the entire thing is just completely fucking pointless. And that is Animal Crossing. That's that's know. the line. It's not pointless to me. I th- there's a lot of cool stuff you can do in it. Like there's a mission like after midnight on certain days, you can go into the town and there's literally ghosts in the town and you go and catch them and stuff. There's lots of songs to collect. Um, obviously, like you decorate your house and furniture and shit like that. I never cared too much about that stuff. Um, I, and then when you pay off your fucking house, that's you get- literally all the Switch game is. It's just decorating your fucking house. And giving stuff to the museum. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking maybe the, the concept game, of the game maybe, hasn't changed. Maybe the GameCube version had more, like, actual gameplay to it. Well, but there's still that. From what I watched, fucking the... Maisie, like, it's literally just like, yeah, she catches a bug or something. There's maybe. still that stuff in the Switch one where you still catch the ghosts after midnight on certain days and stuff, and there's still certain tasks. I've never seen Maisie. Like, maybe Maisie has no idea, but, like, <laughs> maybe when she comes on, with Maisie. You're gonna have to get a hold of Buddy and figure out when these fucking ghosts come out because you're gonna have to start <laughs> catching these goddamn ghosts. I'm getting sick of you 
fucking saying you're playing video games when you're really just fucking not. <laughs> yeah. And I love, like, the first Animal Crossing, like, also, and I wish they would have brought this back. Like, there were a lot of, like, when you finally do pay off your house, they erect, like, a gold statue of you in, like, the middle of the town and stuff. <laughs> and, like, in the other games, Fuck, you... real life. I, need, I real needed life. that ego trip. Yeah. I wish they would build a gold statue of me in my town when I fucking pay off my house. Yeah. Or imagine if they just put a little gold plaque in your house, like, this guy owns this house. Yeah. Here's the thing to me. Here's the thing to me that's confusing, because Mazer Laser, she likes fucking nature and national parks and all this shit and going for walks and hikes and, and all this stuff. And the common thread that I hear when people are talking about Animal Crossing is, oh, it's relaxing. It's just relaxing to come home and play a little bit of Animal Crossing. Well, at that fucking point, man, if I want to relax, I'm just going to go outside and fucking chill outside for a little bit, listen to the birds and fucking, like, go by, like, a river and, like, listen to the flowing. Like, for me, relaxing, I'm about to be, like, outside by, like, a river on a rock, like, meditating or some shit like that, like, thinking about life yeah, and exploring my soul, not fucking selling my soul, selling my soul to fucking Tom Nook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really love the games. I love every game in the franchise. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and that's how I treat it. I treat it like a game. I'll come home. I just want to play it for a little bit i'll go do my shit and then i come back the next day um but again with the switch one like i played it for two months and then kind of stopped and then now all my villagers fucking hate me so now i don't even want to turn it back on <laughs> and face the ridicule um because they remember that shit they're like oh you haven't come to see us in like 200 and something fucking oh days i'm like oh god. my god dude. yeah i've been asleep yeah <laughs> uh those games just like harvest moon like i used to say oh you would never play this i never but like Back when I was younger, especially reading a ton of video game magazines, like, I would read, like, every review. I'd read every story about, like, every game, so I, like, knew what was out there. I know these and, games and, are yeah. fucking critically praised. Like, and, every Animal Crossing game is, like, fucking 10 out of 10s and goddamn yeah. all the magazines. Harvest Moons get high scores. The Sims gets high fucking scores. You know what I mean? They're reviewing it in that context. Yeah. And to me, it's just, like... This ain't even a fucking game to me. Like, I'm, there's nothing to this. You know what I mean? I'll just go read a fucking book. I like reading. I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> like, uh, I, instead of fucking walking around my fucking shitty graphics village, like, and shit, like, I'm just going to go read a volume of Berserk. It, <laughs> it's always one of these things with these games. Because I thought Animal Crossing, like, when it first came out on GameCube, like, it sounded interesting and stuff, you know? But... There's just not enough time. There's, there's not enough time a, to play every fucking game. There's literally um, a story of uh, one of the dudes on the Trash Taste podcast where um, he was in the UK, and I guess in the UK, like, they did not get Animal, like, the first Animal Crossing. Okay. Oh, wow. And so, like, when it first dropped, they were, like, he, like, he would see in all the fucking, like, reviews and shit, just like, oh, 10 out of 10, masterpiece, amazing, right? And he's like, oh, fuck, man, like... And he's all into anime and shit, and it's from Japan and Nintendo. He's like, fuck, man, I gotta play this game. Like, this is insane. Like, right. And so, like, finally, he, like, saved up a bunch of money and, like, ordered, like, a fucking import version of, like, Animal Crossing and got, like, the whole fucking disc and all this shit and, like, got the game imported and came in and played it. And then he was like, he starts playing it, and he's like, well, what the fuck? This isn't <laughs> this isn't a game. And then he's like, "Well, hold on, hold on. Maybe when I pay off my house to Tom Nook, maybe that's when the gameplay will actually when begin." When it starts, when, when you pay off the house, right? So he like does <laughs> when all the shit, ends, brother. That's what shit like. 
So he's doing all this shit, paying off the house and everything. So he basically got conned into play <laughs> to basically like pretty much beating Animal Crossing if there's a way to beat it. Um, and like, and so he does all that and just like nothing changed. And he was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. And I can just relate to it because I mean, like, the first time I saw someone playing Animal Crossing, I was like, oh, okay. And like, I'm like seeing the aesthetic and shit. I'm like, you know, I'm into anime and shit. You know what I mean? I'm into some fucking cutesy dumb shit. You know what I mean? All right. So when does the game start? <laughs> well, well do we, when, are you, when are you actually going to play? Like, when. Anything, Buddy, buddy's shit's just getting ripped right now. Is anything going to happen? No, it's, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, get, I mean, it is what the game is. There's no the denying is, it. Yeah. It's just like literally like nothing happens the game. Like there's <laughs> there's no mechanics the game. Like the only mechanic is swing net, walk around village, talk. Like the most entry level game. Like hey, I'm not, I'm not saying it's, I, as I said, it doesn't require any skill. But again, like I like games that I don't know makes me it. feel good, bro. I like different. I mean, fuck, life is strange. Just, the, the, next, the, the next game on my Animal list. Animal Crossing ain't gonna make you cry like Life is Strange, yeah. bro. Life is strange hitting those fucking emotional heartstrings, bro. The, the next game on my list, Jared will not be critical of me for. Um, I actually had a little bit of a difficult time deciding what Mario game to put on my list. As did I for number six. And again, like Animal Crossing, it was between three. It was between Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Odyssey. Those are like... <laughs> wow, I'm surprised. Why is he laughing? <laughs> Those are like... Only one third of that is like what I had a challenge with. Like the other two, I was like, you guys can fuck off. Like you can... Especially... Like I wouldn't have laughed... But when you said Mario Odyssey, I, that's when I'm just like, here's uh, the deal. I with, can't fucking take it. Here's the deal with Mario Odyssey, because the as as we already discussed, yeah, it's too easy. Yeah, all of this other stuff. But the things that it does improve on, I think I have mixed feelings about, and that's why it was considered for this list. But then upon further reflection, I was like, I cannot put this above. Spoiler alert: What it is right now is Mario sixty four. I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to bring this up about the save point thing. I was going to mention Mario sixty four. Well, you talk about this while I feel. I can, but still, I, can I still hear you. <laughs> but I had a hunch that Mario sixty four was going to be on your list, so I just wanted to bring up how Mario sixty four is good to me because you go into a world, you have a certain amount of extra lives or whatever, and then when you lose your extra lives. It fucking throws you out of the picture. You got to jump into the fucking picture again and then start from the beginning of the world and kind of work your way back up to the hill where you fight the bomb king or, or or whatever. And like so like that was a good like kind of like not like very harsh penalty. And then I think when you really lose everything and it's game over, you have to start outside of the castle again. But it's not like a harsh penalty, but it's still like, oh, God damn, I got to go freaking do this again. You know what I mean? But I thought that that was just a, that was a good balance. I thought Mario sixty four hit like a perfect balance on like penalizing you for being a fucking loser, but also like n- not fucking being like 
level one, you know, and here we was, go. And that was really the deciding factor for me between that and Odyssey, because I threw out Sunshine pretty early on in my debate process. Because I, yes, Sunshine, I Sunshine. Actually. Because Sun- Jesus Christ, Mario, it came down to Odyssey versus sixty four. Because here's the because I didn't play Sunshine, so I'm just under the assumption that it's fucking fantastic. And Sunshine's a very good game. It's good. Yeah. Um, when I told Rick, because when we talked about Ricky talking, asking us what was on our list, when I told him I was putting Mario sixty four, he was stunned. He was like above Sunshine. I'm surprised yeah. he said he didn't say above. Mario World. I do love me Doesn't some Mario World. Love Galaxy. I thought everyone. Really I thought liked Galaxy. Galaxy. I, I thought think Galaxy is weak. I played Galaxy I for a little bit. It, it's weak. The only mini star. Get these mini stars out of my face. What the fuck is the that? Old, the only main series Mario game that I have not played is Mario Galaxy Two because I was very underwhelmed with Mario Galaxy One. Here's the thing. Here's the fucking. Here's the holy trinity of Mario games. This is just like I can't believe you weren't debating about this. Super Mario Brothers Three. Super Mario World and Super Mario 64. That's the fucking those are the god tier games. So and you said Mario 64, Sunshine. I feel like you'd like and Sunshine. Odyssey. I feel like you'd like you. Sunshine, you would like though. Sunshine. I feel like you'd like okay. Sunshine's pro- Sunshine's probably good. I can pretty much fucking put my dick on the table and fucking throw and point a knife at it right now and be like, See? Put, put Sunshine on right now because I will chop my dick off right now. If I think it's better than Mar- Super Mario Three or Mario World, so here's my deal with why. I'm confident. Here's in the that deal gamble. why Mario Three <laughs> and Super Mario World were not in my debate. I like the 3D games better, obviously, and the second reason is those two games in comparison to 64 and Sunshine. I have zero nostalgia for either of those games. I played both of those games in college for the first time. So I mean, for me, like it doesn't have. I that. didn't play. Mar- I mean, I played Mario World a couple times growing up, but I never had a Super Nintendo growing up. I think still to this day, I've never once owned a Super Nintendo in my life. Well, I have two of them. It's- if you want one. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn, spin the wheel, make the deal, brother. Fuck. Um, so I didn't like grow up on Super Mario World, and that's why most people. I think a lot of people. It's between sixty four and World. And to me, it's really between 64 and Mario 3, because that's the one that I grew up on. I didn't play Mario World until way later on. Me and Ricky co-opt through it, like in, like when he was in college. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm just playing it. Like It wasn't even about nostalgia. I'm just playing it. I'm like, fuck, this game is great. Like This is an amazing-ass fucking game. Yeah. The only reason I like Mario, like, maintain that 3 is better, I felt like there was more... Like fork in the road opportunities in three, like you have to go down this path or you go up this fucking path. I do like world better than three though. If the I most people pick. do, most yeah. people do. I grew up on three, and I just felt like that there was more like choice in it. Right. Like in Mario World, it really felt like it was just like until you get into the forest of illusion and shit. You're yeah. going on the straight path. And doing the levels, like, basically in that way. And in 3, it was like, well, you could go up or you could go down. You could go this way, whatever. You know, like, you could do the fucking whirlwind. Well, you can skip worlds in in Mario World as well. But So Mario Sunshine I threw out pretty early on because I do think it is a little bit too gimmicky. Um, it really relies on the water. Yeah, which I appreciate them trying to, like, 
switch up the formula a little bit. Yeah. And then there's also just so many, like, levels in that game that are just, like, such bullshit. And they're so, like, unnecessarily hard to the point where it gets not fun. Um, like, there's obviously, like, I want challenge in a game, but, like, when it's literally, like, a giant Plinko machine... <laughs> And you're fucking flying through the air and you're trying to land in these certain spots. It's just, like, not fun. Um, that shit is fun to me. Like, it's not It's fun. definitely a rage game. It's not, in, it is a it's rage not game. fun in the moment, but when you finally get it, like, the fucking, like, goddamn, like, just, like, satisfaction that I get. And just, like, the, the fucking triumphant yell when I finally fucking, like, snipe it on that fucking platformer that I've been working on, like, all fucking day. Like... That's worth it to me. So, like, I think that moments in games like that are, like, not common enough these days. Like, I think that those are really necessary in a game to make it feel challenging. It's just very unbalanced, I guess. Because, like, there's some stuff that's, like, ridiculously easy. And then there's, like, stuff that's literally... It could be, like, a fucking rage game. Like, it's, like, such, like... I don't know. It's ridiculous. And then Mario Odyssey, like, I think it's a very good platformer. It's very fun. And here was my deciding factor. That's, that's my thing with Mario Odyssey. I don't think it's... I think it could be a good platformer if it didn't have hold-my-hand mechanic in it. Right. Well, to, wait, me, like, to me, it didn't matter because I wasn't using any of those. But I way. hate the option being there. Like, I just can't stand the option being there. Like, because if I go up to someone, right, and I'm like, yeah, bro, I fucking beat Super Mario 3. They're like, oh, shit, you're a gamer. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. f- fuck. Like, so you come up to me and say, yo, I beat Super Mario Odyssey. Been, <laughs> You're like, okay, who I hasn't? I don't my, fucking My three-year-old. Care. Like, my yeah, my fuck. Like, a newborn infant can beat that game. Like, It's funny that you guys talk about the Mario games because I haven't played any of the newer. The last Mario game I played was Sunshine, I think. And I haven't played all of them like you guys. But sounds like the games have gotten easier. Where is Sonic? Like, I played the last Sonic. They get harder. They get harder. Is that because the mechanics in Sonic have gotten shittier? No, the, <laughs> the levels get more difficult, no, like the like, 2D ones. Yeah. Literally, well, literally, like, you guys played that the one time you came out, the yeah. newest one, Sonic was... Oh, the new Sonic 2D? Well, no, Cat. No, no. Well, no it's, the, it's the latest 3D, but it goes into 2D. It goes... Right. Sonic... What's it? Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces. The second to last level is in Sonic Forces is all side-scrolling, and it is one of the hardest, like, Sonic levels I've ever played. And then I get to the final boss... The final boss you have to beat with three different characters, and the boss changes form. And if you die in the fir- one of the characters, you go all the way back. So literally, it took me, I think I looked, it took me 25 tries to beat that boss, and the boss was like 10 fucking minutes long, which it doesn't sound like a lot, but in a Sonic game, it's a fucking really it's, long it's, boss. Some of, these, some of these get like really ridiculous. Like, goddamn, Mega Man 9 and 10? When those finally came out, by the way, I'm still pissed off at Mega Man 9 and 10 because they reverted back to 8-bit graphics when they could have went to 16 or 32-bit like Mega Man 8. Um, Those games are out, and it's like, I understand people have nostalgia for the 8-bit games, but like, come the fuck on, dude. Like, or really like release it like you did on PSP, where it's like, okay, this is a PS4 game. Like, the Mega Man 9 and 10 are PS4 titles. Yeah. Like, Capcom really could not develop, like, just a 3D side-scroll. Like, just, like... Sonic Forces, the dude, 3D it's Sonic li- parts look I just have incredible. A, I have a big problem with, like, okay, like, you've improved the graphics up until 8. Like, the first 6 are all the same graphics. But then yeah. 7 had better graphics, and then 8 had even better graphics. And then, and then 9 and 10 were like, oh, we're back to the original again. They should have done 3D model side-scrolling. But anyways, Mega Man 9 and 10 are 
dumb fucking hard. Here's the thing. Here's a solution, Nintendo. Here's a here's a fucking solution for you that would make me be way less critical of Mario Odyssey because really that feature ruined that fucking game for me. It like I never used it either, but just it being there like pissed me off even more. Like if I've died enough times to see it, I would be like fuck this. Like the game's literally basically telling you like <laughs> You really fucking suck at this here. Like, here's a way to fucking get there. Make an easy mode. Make difficulty modes. Yeah, just make it difficult. If fucking, if Jabroni, if Jabroni fucking Jones, goddamn fucking two-year-old baby guy, (laughs) wants to fucking use the fucking goddamn invincibility suit. Put it on easy mode. Put it on the easy mode that you select at the beginning of the fucking game. Or hide it somewhere in the start menu. Like... Don't put that shit in my face in the middle of my fucking game because I'm a gamer, okay? And I'm supposed to die 20 fucking times. Don't taunt me with this shit. Like, hey, bro, you can really fucking do this invincible. Like, no, fuck you. Like, I hate when games ask me. I would rather you fucking start me at the beginning of the game when I fucking die. I hate Like a games, real Mario when, game. When games ask you nowadays, like, if you die once or twice, if you want to go to a lower difficulty. Oh, my you wanna, God. Or fucking if you want to do something. It's suck my co- I, I'm about to be just be like, I'm about to, do I have an option to go to a higher difficulty? You fucking bastard. Like, fuck you. You're supposed to die in video games. You're supposed to. God damn it. And if you don't like dying, then don't play fucking Dark Souls. God, Jesus Christ. Or, or like, Bloodborne. Or, or any of the fucking... Or goddamn any game. Like, fucking play Animal Crossing if you don't like fucking dying in video games. Fuck. Anyway, so... That's the, not a diss at Buddy. He, I know. He I'm should sure. be the first to admit it. If you don't want to die in video games, play Animal hey, Crossing. Yeah, there's no, no... Well, I mean, there's people dying it, but... Who dies? Tom Nook? The, 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 there is <laughs> a very... genuinely the, interested. There is a very old tortoise... Who is in all the games except New Horizons, and then in New Horizons there's just like a gravestone. So damn that that hits. Okay, that but that, your that character doesn't die. No, you don't die. In your the character game. gets stung by a bee, maybe, and it has like a little fucking like if one you, eye. Oh, so so if one you, eye closed. If you get stung by two bees, you do pass out, and then you have to go back to your house. Oh. So you, it's sort of like dying. Fuck! <laughs> so it's sort of like dying. How, how common is it to get stung by two bees in Animal Crossing? Does it happen? Does that I've happen? seen it happen to Maisie once, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're out there shaking the trees looking so for So maybe don't play mark. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is too difficult for you if you can't dodge two fucking bees. But any, one of the, so the last thing I'll say about Odyssey, and which is why I almost considered it being on the list, and it was for this reason sort of alone, but then the more I thought about it, as we have been talking about, it's sort of not a good thing. But I liked how when you entered a level, you go and collect the moons in this game. They're not stars, they're moons. It just let you keep going after you collected them. And you could just, it didn't kick you out. You got what you needed. You can just move on to the next thing. So it was a very more of a fast paced sort of gameplay. But then the more I was thinking about it, it made them seem less important. I right. Guess. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I didn't feel accomplished at all when I beat Mario Odyssey. Like, I beat it, and I was like, oh, that game's done. Like, I'm, yeah. I was just like, fuck, I could have beat this game with my fucking eye closed. Like, eyes closed, technically. Like, and the other thing about it, and the other thing about it, It took me a long time, but is, I could have done it. Which is why I debated not putting it on my list, was because aside from the first world, the cap world in New Dog City, I barely remember any of the fucking levels. And there was the fucking one in the desert. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, Well, every Mario is a desert level. Well, but, like, when you compare it to Mario 64, I remember the layout of every fucking map That's that That's game. what I'm saying. Like, every fucking world in Mario 64 is just, like, fucking burned into my memory. Like, like you could put on Mario 64 right now and jump into, like, one of the random worlds. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know where to go. Like, yeah. That's how a Resident Evil 4 map is with me. I can look at a Resident Evil 4 map from an entire area when you get there, and I'll be like, I can see the entire thing in my head, like like crystal clear, like where it is, what this is. Like, God damn, you remember riding on the fucking, like, the sea monster's head in, in Mario 64? Fucking goat status. Yeah. Goated. Yeah. That but again, rules. we talked about it on your list last week, so I don't know you what. You can throw the penguin happen. off the cliff, man. You can throw the penguin off the cliff, dude. The the slide mini game, dude, Mario 64 shits on Odyssey. And and what you said about Sunshine is is um applies to me too, because I really feel that, and it's probably why I've never played Mario Sunshine. Is is like I don't like gimmicky Mario games. It's really fun in that one, like I think that one is like almost as good as 64 in some parts. But you eliminated it before Odyssey. Yeah, because I was thinking, because at first I was thinking, oh, I really like the idea that it doesn't kick you out of the stage and you can just keep going. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, that kind of is, makes it seem not worth it. Like, it seems like, all right, I'm, how many fucking moons are there in that game? Like a thousand. As opposed to Mario 64, there's like 120. So, like, it made everything seem so less important the more I thought about it. And, like, the thing about I like about Mario 64 is that, like, you go to the same level again. There's, like, ten stars in each world or whatever. And, like, some hidden stars, I think. And, like, you would just, like, go in there and you'd be, like... You'd have to, like, solve a puzzle, basically, to fucking get a star to come out. You know what I mean? Like, that shit was cool. I, like... I don't... (laughs) There's only- That's my thing. I don't like gimmicky Mario games. Like, when I played Galaxy and it was all fucking, like, little baby stars and, like, tiny planets and shit, I was just like, brother, I just want to play a fucking Mario game. And I feel like a, a, like the last, like, Mario games that came out were goddamn new Super Mario Brothers. You know what I mean? Like, right. why can't I just get, like, a, a new, like, Mario 64? Just make another Mario 64 with better graphics and, like, cool levels with cool platforming, with like, no, things. no gimmicky No stuff. fucking talking hats and no fucking water hoses and, and weird shit. Just, like... Super Mario Sunshine is very good, but the reason I toss it out is because it's not as good as 64. When you look at them side by side, it's just simply not as good. Yeah, Ricky. Um, at least... Because <laughs> at least with Odyssey, I appreciated it. it was different enough from 64... Where, again, like, it doesn't kick you out of the stage in Sunshine. It still kicks you out of the stage after you do the task. I have to play Sunshine. I feel like... I think I would like Sunshine. I probably like Sunshine more than Odyssey. Like, Odyssey... Odyssey was kind of, like, how I envision, like, a game that would, like, make you feel good. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like the... Like... It kind of like tries to simulate that you're having fun. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I but by the time that I like get to the end of the game, like I can't really pat myself on the back because it was just the easiest fucking thing I've ever played in my life. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, but Mar- I never want to play it again. <laughs> like, it's- yeah, but Mario 64. I mean, we've talked about it a lot last week and stuff. It's the fucking goat. Um, only six on my list. Um, but very good platformer nonetheless. Um, 
Again, every stage is iconic. The music in every stage is iconic. The only thing about the game that I do not like is I fucking... I guess it's not... I, it's more fault on my part. I fucking suck at the flying with the hat. Oh, nobody's good at that. I'm so fucking... Nobody's good at flying. Like, like if there was any critique about that game, it's like, though, that... It's so fucking... It sucks. Like, I can't fucking do it. Yeah, I mean... It, it's kind of tough. I, I I remember that, yeah. Yeah, but everything else fucking goaded. Um, I love the fucking spooky level, obviously, with the fucking oh, piano coming at you. God tier. That that level's so fucking The good. one level... I love this level. Everyone thinks it sucks. The fucking Jolly Rogers. Like, the fucking... The one with the... the water the, level? Yeah. I love it. Everyone thinks that level fucking sucks. The Mario so 64, fun. like, my brother taught me how to swim, but Mario 64 really taught me how to swim. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. Miles, you've never played it. Or- I, I play these are games like I played at people's houses like in passing because like I didn't have a sixty four, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I played like when we were when you know, obviously when we were like really young. I played like a lot of the Super Nintendo and Nintendo Mario was at people's houses. Like, you know, my parents' friends with like older kids. You know, they'd be like, "Hey, come, you want to come play Nintendo?" And I'm like. Well, yeah, I don't have one. Let's you know, let's stay here for like yeah. three hours and like I, you know, I've tried. Yeah. I mean, I've tried tons of Nintendo games, like like Donkey Kong games. I played Donkey Kong Country, like different ones on Super Nintendo, but I don't have these vivid, you know, vivid memories. I was always the, uh, you know, Sega. Sega was yeah. the vivid memory, and then I, uh, yeah. I went up from from there. So next game on my list, um, I don't know if this is cheating or not because we did the one per franchise. Oh, I I would cons- fucking go. I would consider this a different franchise. I would one hundred percent consider this a different franchise. Luigi's Mansion is my number five. Yeah, it's a different franchise. That, that counts. Counts. That, that counts. Okay. <laughs> it's very similar to Resident Evil Eight in a lot of ways. You have a <laughs> you have a fucking a, a main character. Oh, Mar- Miles's dick just crawled up into his body. Wait, li- listen, t- tell me this isn't similar. Uh, I it, played it, Luigi's Mansion a little bit, by the way. Listen, I rented it. Well, it's kind of like survival horror, but with it's like a, it's a survival. Just, it's a survival <laughs> horror. The main character is not a Chad. You're in a fucking house being chased by a family who's trying to fucking kill you. And you have a ghost vacuum cleaner. Yes. Oh wait, that's not in Resident Evil. That's not in Resident Evil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But Ethan could sure as fuck use one. It's true. It'd be very helpful for him. Yeah. Um, Luigi's Mansion, fucking great. Um, obviously I ranked it higher than any Mario game on the list, even though I like Mario better as a character. Um, but Luigi's Mansion's fun. I love spooky stuff. Is Mario the Chad, do you think? Mario's 100% fucking Chad, dude. (laughs) And he's fucking Luigi's the virgin and Mario's the Chad? Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was one of the games that helped me get into horror stuff, because, I mean, I played this at a young age. Um... I mean, was Luigi's Mansion a launched game? Luigi's Mansion was the launch title for so, GameCube. That's what I thought. Um, there wasn't... Mario Sunshine came out, like, the next year or something. Yeah, that was a big thing that they didn't have, like, a... Especially because, what, how many years have been since Mario 64? Like, the gap between 64 and Sunshine was pretty huge, right? It was, In like... In comparison... It was, like, like, 95... That was 95, right? 95 or 96. And then... So like, 2001, Sun- Sun- 2002? Sunshine was, like, 2003, I want to say. That's like, it was a huge, it's like... So, huge yeah, it was a long time. Um, and, yeah, it's another game where you're collecting shit, you're going through the house, getting all the ghosts. Um, it's also... Bowser is not the villain, either. It's King Boo. Um, so, it, I mean, it changes up the formula a bit, obviously. 
Here's why it's definitely a different franchise. Mario was literally called fucking Jumpman originally, and Luigi cannot jump in this game. There's no jumping mechanic. It's all it's survival horror, hey man, but you it's don't, on. You a, don't have to, you don't have to convince me it's a different franchise. I agreed with you. I'm you know still salty. I couldn't put Resident Evil Four in there with Resident Evil Two, but I get it. That is the same franchise. It's literally I called the same thing. I understand. I understand. It's just. But yeah, it's a it's I don't know. It's an amazing game. I don't know if Jared has ever played it. But I haven't. No, I haven't played it. No. It's a good one. I do not like the sequel, and the third one on Switch is just all right. They fucked up the controls real fucking bad. What about the arcade the arcade machine? I haven't played the arcade machine. I want to. It's is that, that fucking it's, round one. It's that round one, yeah. yeah. Me and Maisie played it last time we were there. Is it good? It's all right. It's fun. It's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Luigi's Mansion's really cool. Survival horror only on a family-friendly level. Um, I really don't know what to say about it other than I mean I played it probably more than any other GameCube game like that's a game I've beaten legitimately like 10 times so you're basically saying the Luigi's Mansion's better than Silent Hill 2 pretty much <laughs> I mean I don't know <laughs> <laughs> fucking Miles is gonna go kill himself after this <laughs> you're basically saying Luigi Mansion is the fucking best survival horror game of all time <laughs> Nintendo nailed it right off the fucking bat. No, didn't you say that fucking uh, Resident Evil 2 is the best? Is your number one game, Resident right? Evil, all right, to be fair, because I didn't get as much explanation in mine as your guys. I'm not going to hijack Oh, this. here we go. Hijack it. Hi- but hijack it, King. Resident Evil 2, Shenmue 1, and Silent Hill 3, if I could be completely honest. Do you guys feel this way about your like top three games? Like, no. For... Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but like for me, it's almost like it's like this. Like it's like I can barely pick. Like Resident Evil Two. For mine, it's very clearly one, two, and three. I so in mine, I, it's very, very clearly one, and then everything else. I know, I know. Like, for me, each of those games was such a big experience, and I played them all within the first like, or with like the couple years of each other. Uh, yeah, for me, Resident Evil Two, Silent Hill Two. And Shenmue, man. And they all came out within, yeah, three Shenmue years. Shenmue is an absolute classic survival horror game. The mo- I honestly, <laughs> fuck. Oof. When you see Lon D, fucking We all need, dad. you know what we need to do for this? We, when we get big enough, what our first live stream should be is all of us ranking the Yakuza game. <laughs> or, we all need to beat every Yakuza game, fuck, including can, the Japanese spinoffs, like oh the Samurai God, ones, I, and rank... Where there's like fucking Yakuza of the Dead or some shit like well, that too. What they call? They, I almost bought it on PS3. The one where you're fucking fighting, where the zombies invade. Fucking yeah. Uh. I I was gonna say if or if we did a live stream, it'd be like us playing one of the other person's favorite games that we never played. Miles like, sit down and play Super Mario 64. You'll sit down and play she, Shenmue. Okay, well that sounds great for me. And then Miles and then Buddy ends up playing like freaking like Deadly Premonition. Here he is, Miles. I feel like Buddy would like. I feel like you get in Deadly Premonition, and it's so fucking weird that you just like get hooked. Like it's like I would get in. I would get into Shenmue for sure, probably. I know you, yeah. And like, you would probably just act like a fucking idiot playing Mario sixty four and be like, "Oh, this is alright." But you, you would literally be the one out of all of us playing the greatest game. Like I know, (laughs) you would be like gifted, like God's gift of video games, the best game out of any of us. Yeah, whatever. 
Miles, I'll tell you this. If we get big enough, I'll buy you Deadly Premonition 2 on Switch, and I'll let you play it. Wow. I, I know, I know wow. Thank oh God. God. I'm winning the lottery right now. Oh, my God. It's got, like, three out of ten, like, on reviews, doesn't it? The thing is, I got it. Okay, so, so we talked about this before the podcast. Shin Megami Tensei V is coming out on Switch. Deadly Premonition 2 is out on Switch. I'm going to have to fucking... Buy a new system besides a Sony system for the first time in fucking like you should 10 just years. be you should just be on that train already. Here's the deal. Like, the, the, here's can, the deal. Like, can I get uh, pose yeah. a serious question to you guys? Unless you're really big into like Halo and shit, what is the point of an Xbox? I don't know. Well, well, not, well now there's a point with the acquisition of Bethesda because oh, there you, yeah yeah Fallout is sick. Like Fallout, yeah, Fallout's cool. And if they get the Elder Scrolls, I like yeah, Elder Scrolls. Scroll. So Elder Scrolls be, is huge. Yeah, like, those, those games will sell. People will buy the new Xbox. Here's the for thing: those games. I've bought Fallout Four. I beat Fallout Four. It was great, awesome game. If the rest are on Xbox, I guess I'm never playing Fallout again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. I've never played Elder Scrolls. I don't really care. I'm not like. I'm not big on, like, Western RPGs. Like, I'm not into, like... A, I really... I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, if I'm not. I'm really, as much as I love Berserk, I'm really not into, like, medieval fantasy. Like, I fucking don't like that shit. Like, Berserk is just fucking, like, dope for some reason. Like, Berserk's got the characters that just make it fucking work. Like... The absolute fucking Chad guts. Like. I'm I'm not super into like medieval shit or fantasy shit, but for some reason, like, fuck Lord of the Rings. I like Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but, I, but I don't like Harry Potter. Uh, That's not medieval though. No, it's but it's fantasy. fantasy but, shit. Like, but like, uh, the amount of detail. Like I played Morrowind on Xbox, and we talked about on mine. Like we talked about Xbox original Xbox a little bit. But then, like, Oblivion. I played Oblivion on PS4 and 360 because I had a 360 at one point as well. Someone bought it for me, and then I paid him back, but that's a whole other fucking story. Uh, Matt Green, shout out. Thank you. When you were hammered and your friend had a bunch of money from the military and bought me and Dan Lacey both Xboxes. When you guys... I walked... (laughs) I showed up... Listen to this. I sh- my brain turned back on, <laughs> like turned on in the story, like halfway through when it was just like, bro, thanks for buying me and Dan Lacey both Xboxes. They- what the <laughs> fuck did you win? Like the Mountain Dew lottery or so something? Listen, like- me and Dan Lacey went. I'm gonna try to make this short. So like, me and Dan Lacey went to the Halo Three release at the mall because we were mall rats. We're sort of the end of being mall rats. And literally everyone and their mother was there. There was a line through the food court. It was right. fucking crazy. Halo was the most hyped thing of all time. And this was so Halo 3, uh, 360. By the way, the most overrated fucking shooter I've yeah, ever played. Yeah, super overrated. Uh, what was the Black 360 that came out? The really nice one with the bigger, super big hard drive. It's like the Elite or something? Elite, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Elite had just come out. One of Matt's friends that, fuck, what was his name? That's bad. He bought, he's the one who bought me X camera his name. He was a nice fucking dude, though. But he was going to the military, got, like, some sort of sign-on bonus or something. They were waiting in line. They're drinking, like, wine out of fucking Polar Pop cups, waiting in this fucking line. They didn't even have a reservation. But, like, they knew... I mean, we all knew people at GameStop back in the day. Got in line. Me and Dan were hanging out with him. His friend was wasted. He goes, Miles and Dan, do you both want Xbox 360 Elites right now? And we were just like... Our head, you know, our heads spin in fucking circles, cause like, what? I mean, you know, and he, I was like, 
He's like, yeah, you'll have to pay me back, but you can just pay me back slowly or whatever. But, like, I'm going to buy you one, and I'm going to buy Dan one, and then you guys are both going to get Halo 3, and both me and Dan go, uh. <laughs> like, everyone in line behind us is listening to us, and they're, like, literally, like, crying because someone's about to do this first. And we're like, I even said out loud. I mean, the whole, there's so many. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play Halo 3. And I think everyone's fucking <laughs> Literally, the, literally fucking, <laughs> the, the fucking chat's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, and so... I had to get Halo 3, quote-unquote. I sold it the next day to someone. Uh, I got <laughs> The absolute Chad. sells <laughs> Halo 3 the next day. Uh, <laughs> you should have said, to the person you sold it to, you should be like, yeah, can I beat it already? Like, <laughs> no, I sold it wrapped. I didn't even open the fucking game. <laughs> uh, anyways, got Dead Rising and then got Oblivion. And then, you know, I paid that guy back slowly for, uh, for a while, and that was cool. But uh, I don't know. Anyways, I love Oblivion. It's one of the, like, few, like, just the level of detail. Because I have Skyrim, and I haven't played it yet. Because that, that came out when I was in college, and I just didn't have the time to play it. I have the, like, remastered on PS4. That's actually supposed to be my winter game this year. Because I know it's going to suck my life away. You know what was actually fucking pretty dope? This, like, medieval, fan like, fantasy that I was playing for a little bit, but I stopped. Was Dragon Quest Inquisition. Not Dragon Quest, Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Dragon I always said Dragon Age games were good, yeah. Yeah. Like, I missed the boat. We're talking about missing the boat. I wanted to play the Dragon Age games and just... I got, like, halfway through good. Inquisition, and I was like, this is pretty dope, and then I stopped playing it. Yeah. Anyways, to your point, though, buddy, who owns an Xbox nowadays? I don't fucking know. I mean, fucking Mountain Dew drinkers. Well, because, like, every, like every, every every good game that comes out, those you cats can get that, it on PlayStation. Those cats that like, have fucking literal Mountain Dew Code Zero fucking... Fuck code black or whatever pumping through their veins. <laughs> those cats have Xboxes and they all wear like those flat brim snapbacks oh that like God. fucking say like goddamn like YOLO on the fucking like thing or <laughs> well, whatever. Well, because you said like in Japan, like literally no one gives a shit about Xbox. Nobody cares like, about Xbox they, there. Are you kidding me? You can fucking drop fucking Persona 5 on Xbox? Hell no. Like, you fucking play that shit on PlayStation, cat. What the fuck? Xbox had one game come out recently, and I have to look it up, but it was from this team that I liked that did a bunch of, like, horror games, and they released it exclusively for Xbox fucking... What's the newest Xbox? I don't even know. The, 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 the Xbox Series X. Yeah, that's how much I, ca- I don't even care, because I don't even know the name of the new Xbox. But it, it released this game that's actually, like, gotten really good reviews. It's supposed to be, like, a throwback to old survival horror, but updated, and I'm still waiting. Like I'm like, are, every other game this company's released, it, like Blooper Team, I think is what it's called, has released on PlayStation. Whether it took time, and I'm like praying. I'm like, please let this game come out on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Like the thought of Xbox having like a couple exclusives that I want, and I'm like, I'm like with you. You're like, oh, Fallout. I was never like, I'm never gonna buy an Xbox for two games. Like. Okay, like Xbox Gears of War, dude. Gears of War was fucking dope. Like that game was sick. No, that game was sick. When you're fucking chainsawing dudes in half well, and shit, I, that I, shit I, I, rules. Here's the thing: Xbox exclusives are all done by Western developers. Yeah, that's always like a Western game, and that's cool. And there's some good games there, like Gears of War, Fallout, and shit like that. I'm very goddamn like. I mean, it's no secret. I'm fucking, like, J- Japanese, like, everything. You know what I mean? So, what's the console that's going to get the most Japanese exclusives? What's the console that all the Japanese-developed games are going to come out on pretty much no matter what? PlayStation, Sony. right? So, I've always been Sony. And, I mean, that's just started because I got 
the PS1 back in the day. And like, dude, how many fucking random JRPGs are on PS1 that I would just find it like a flea market and it's all an anime style and everything and I'd play it and I'd just be fuck this game rules and then just like play it all the time and ever since then Sony's had my fucking soul and you know what I mean and then Nintendo's been my guy since the beginning you know what I mean so that's the thing you own like I own two consoles pretty much every generation I had an Xbox 360 I literally only got it for the NBA game time app so that I could get fucking NBA uh, league pass and watch NBA games because I didn't have cable only reason I ever got a 360. I got, I get every uh, gen, I get a PlayStation and the Nintendo console that comes out every time for Zelda and Mario and all that shit. And then the PlayStation, the fucking RPGs, and then the Western games, 90% of them are still going to come out on PlayStation as well. Like, you know what I mean? If I feel like I need to play Call of Duty or something, it's going to be on PlayStation. Like, no console is going to get exclusive Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Last like, of Us. Last of Us was made in America by Western developers, right? Through it's Sony. PlayStation exclusive. Well, it's no, Sony I, exclusive. Well, I know, but I'm trying to think. Wasn't it developed by one of Sony's uh, like Western studios? Oh, uh, God. Because they have what Naughty Dog ever. or whatever. Yeah, Naughty Dog. But I thought like um, that game, that D- Days Gone game, that big like open right, world zombie. Yeah, yeah. That was that was developed in out, like Western. It was like a Western game too. I think like. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll move on to yeah. Yeah. America, America first party video game developer. So I guess what Sony just owned, they, they've, owns they've, them? they've acquired Naughty Dog, I believe. Okay. No, Naughty Dog is probably like their most profitable because they used to make the fucking they made Crash, Jack and Daxter, yeah. Uncharted, and Last of Us. Yeah, Pff, bangers. <laughs> yeah, made Sony a zillion fucking yeah. dollars. So my number four on the list. Um, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. It's been alluded to already. I didn't want to give any spoilers. But that bear and that bird over there. Banjo-Kazooie is my number four on the list. In my opinion, it is the perfect platformer. It's the, really good. The controls, it's really fucking good. controls have never been better. The controls are better than N- uh, Mario 64. All the levels in this one, again, are iconic. The overworlds in this game are better than Mario 64's overworlds. Um, in Mario 64's, yeah, there's stuff to do, but like, there's a ton of shit to do in Banjo-Kazooie. Um, the characters are funny. Everything in the game works out well. You're collecting puzzle pieces. Um, a ton of collectibles. Again, I love collectathons. Obviously, there's the music notes in every level. There's Jinjos in every level you need to collect. Um, boss battles are hilarious and fun. Um, just everything about this game, it, it's the perfect platformer. Like, I've never played a platform game that is as good as Banjo-Kazooie. Mario 64 does come close, um, but I, Banjo-Kazooie, like, when you put them back-to-back, it took everything that Mario 64 did and improved on it. Um, I think it came out, like, two years later, I think. So... Uh, damn, um, I don't think I ever finished Banjo-Kazooie, um, when I was a kid. I played the fuck out of it. I played it a fuck ton, and it's a great game. For some reason, as a kid, me actively going home and playing this game, I acted like it sucked. I would always, <laughs> I would always be at school like banjo kazooie. The game's trash. Going home, I like, I gotta get this fucking music note. Like, you know, like, yeah. like I don't know what it was. Like, I like convinced myself and others that I did not like the game, but I played it all the fucking time, and like, I just don't remember if I ever beat it. I 
like I don't really remember. And if I beat it, I only beat it the one time. So like it's not that memorable for me, but like I just remember it being a really fucking good game. I'd like to play it again sometime. It, I played it well, I played it recently, but like within the past like three years, it still holds up. It's very good. Um I think Miles would like that one better than Mario 64. Like, as I said, just the controls are so Damn, much better. Damn, Miles getting Banjo-Kazooie on the fucking live stream. The controls are just so much better. Um, I love the music. The music is incredible. Um, I I just I love the story. It's really fun. The, all the characters are great. Hilarious. There's a lot. And, like, another, like Mario 64, you're always playing, like, as Mario. Uh-huh. In this, not only are you playing as Banjo and Kazooie, like, you can fly, you can fucking run around, but there's also a lot of transformations in the game. Like, you transform into, like, a termite, um, I'm, like, a refrigerator, I think. Or you're, <laughs> you're like, a laundry machine or some, something ridiculous. Like, the game, it do, I think the game does not take itself seriously at all, and it has a great sense of humor, and obviously the same team went on to do Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, like, immediately after this. Right. So it's that same kind of humor only not South Park, basically. Yeah, like, it's yeah, yeah. it's the same style, but it's just not farts and poop and having <laughs> sex and shit. Um, it's man, real, those, it's, those early 2000s, that late 90s humor. Yeah. Man. But, and then Banjo-Tooie, Banjo which came after this, I like that one as well. One of the things I like about it is that you literally keep all your power-ups from the previous game, and then it adds more on. That's amazing. So, it's kind of like in Miles Morales, how, like, I told Jared, I kind of like Miles Morales more because you have all the moves you got from the first game and there's more to get after it instead of starting you with basically nothing. Right. Um, but yeah, Banjo-Kazooie is great. There's not too much to say about it without going into specific plot points and shit. Um, but it's a great game. It's hilarious. Um, and yeah, tons of shit to collect. So I'm, I love collect-a-thongs. I love side quests. I love all that good shit. So, Yeah. Banjo Kazooie. I uh, speaking of platform games, I know you guys gotta play. You gotta play the fucking Batman Arkham games. Yeah, (laughs) you gotta. I've got the the one downloaded, the PlayStation, the Arkham. Yeah, whatever Asylum. Whatever one's on the PlayStation Plus, it's either Arkham City or Arkham Asylum. You gotta you gotta play triple pack. You gotta play. You can skip Arkham Origins, even though I still think it's it's like all right, it's pretty good. But like you gotta play them in you gotta play Arkham Asylum and then Arkham City and then Arkham Knight. Like I still have to beat fucking uh, Arkham. Asylum. I'm, I got pretty far and then I forget. Like I I don't know. I fell off for a minute, but I'm pretty far in that game. They're all fucking bad. Arkham City is probably like the fucking like the best one. But I like, have Asylum and City because I had like I got one of, like the two because like. They have, they have, like, 18 different bundles for the Arkham games. And, like, the one bundle that was on sale when I decided to pull the trigger was just the two-pack. And then they did the three-pack bundle with, what's it, with Knight? Is Knight the... Knight's the last one, yeah. How many are there now, besides Origins? There's, there's the three. three. Yeah. Three and then Origins. So, was Origins the last one? No, Origins came before Arkham Knight. So Origins... I wonder, if, I, I wonder if that... Origins came after City... Just the thing was, it was made by a different studio. Yeah, yeah they yeah, used like that. the same engine and everything. I, yeah, I knew that, it was but it was it came else. out and was like really buggy when it first came out. Yeah. And I think like the the story wasn't as good and just like you know whatever. I like it, but it's just not as good as the other three. 
speaking of platforming games, we're not going to get too far off this. Did you guys... So there was a ton of platform games came out that same time. Like, Banjo-Kazooie and, yeah. like, other things Platforming like was still, like, the predominant form of, like, gaming at that time. Yeah. Like, Did you guys ever play Rayman? Do you remember that? Oh, I played, yeah. I played a few Rayman Fuck. games, yeah. The Rayman games were, like, I feel like very underrated nowadays. I played them all. Fun. I played them on my on PC, actually, because we had a Windows computer or whatever. But yeah, I played the first few Raymans. Good games. Yeah, they were but, pretty fun. I don't know. I just like randomly thought about that when yeah. we were talking about platformers. Um, so we're getting to my top three. So these are like the god tier shit. Um, for my third pick, a game very close to Miles' heart, um, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Oh, blast! I was uh, waiting for you when you said you said there's one game on both of our lists, and I'm just like, I wonder. Yeah. So Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Um, played this on GameCube. Um, I don't think Sonic voice acting, I mean, it's never good, but I think it's the best in Sonic Adventure 2. I, I like, agree. whenever I think of Sonic's voice, that's Sonic's voice, what I think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. It obviously introduces Shadow, it introduces that whole dark storylines that would come up in Sonic Heroes and all these other games where you can play as the villains. Yeah. Um, you have Rouge the Bat, you have, you play as Eggman, you play as Shadow, obviously, and then you also have Sonic Tails and Knuckles. Um, the music's iconic. City Escape, fucking. So good. Um, what's the theme? Uh, Live and Learn is the theme song. Fucking banger. Um, I the never put shoes. You can grind. You yeah, know, soap sponsored Sonic. Yeah, Adventure soap sponsored. Yeah, it, so there's crazy. the fucking billboards everywhere. Um, very skateboard aesthetic. Yeah, because um, oh, yeah. you're grinding on everything. I mean, that changed the course of Sonic forever. Because now grind there's on, gri- you grind on everything. Because now in all the new games, there's grinding everywhere. Um, the boss fights. I mean, are it came out like right around the time that like Tony Hawk and shit was like yeah, really huge. So skateboarding was huge. Like that's what I said. When soap shoes were actually like selling, so like they paid Sega to be like Sonic shoes were soap. Fucking like you could yeah. even see when he would turn and get on a rail. Like it had the cutout because the graphics. Were, be, yeah, you know, graphics gotten to be that good at that point. And it'd be, I'd be like hilarious, like Sonic's wearing fucking soap shoes, crying or else. Yeah, but it was. I didn't really. It's just like a weird little like tidbit. You know? Yeah, um, it's a gr- it's a great game. I like have each character like their um, levels are specific to them. Like uh, when you're Tails and Eggman, you're like in the mechs and you're going around right. shooting shit. And then there's the treasure hunting levels and then the speed levels. Um, again, there's a ton of collectibles. There's the Chow Garden. I don't know if you did much in the Chow Garden, but I always had to power up. My chows to be the fucking biggest chads on the planet. <laughs> not not There's so. fucking giga chad chows yes. there. Not giga so chows too. In Sonic Adventure One, I would spend more time in that. But. Yeah. Um. I I think this is the only. And this is definitely the only kids game where you see a live execution video. In it, oh, I don't know if you even remember God. that part. Yeah. There's literally a scene in this game where you're watching Eggman's grandpa get executed on camera, and he's literally reading like his manifesto about how he's gonna fucking take over the world in death. It's fucking crazy. Well, they give him a lethal injection or something. Like I can't, I can't remember what I they did. It's been a while, but I know what you're it's so ridiculous. About. Like it's very, it's very out there. Like Sonic, like the the last act of the game is in space. Yeah, the it, final boss, you're literally like. You're Super Sonic and Super Shadow. It might as well be Goku and Vegeta. It's literally, literally a Dragon Ball through, fight. Yeah, you're literally flying through fucking space, protected by your fucking aura, and you're just like literally beating the shit out of something in space, and it's incredible. The final something. boss fight. Well, <laughs> it's hard to describe what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but 
That last boss fight, like, yeah, it's just And you got that amazing. fucking, that Crush 40 music playing in the background, I'm just flexing the entire yeah, time at 10 years old. It's so good. I will say that, uh, unfortunately, like, Sonic Adventure 2 is the peak of, even though the way you guys just described Mario, like, all the Mario games in your eyes, I hate to say it, but it basically have gone downhill since Super Mario 64 and everything. I mean, just from, like, hearing you guys talk about them and... In my opinion, it peaked at 64. Sonic Adventure 2 was like, and Dan Dan Lacey, I've talked about this dude a little bit a couple times past, swears Sonic Adventure 1 is the better game, but I'm sorry, the levels, the No, concept, it's not even, Sonic to Adventure me, is, it's not, to me it's not even close. Like, the thing I like about Sonic Adventure, which I wish they could have implemented into Sonic Adventure 2, is it's yeah. not like the open world adventure scenario, yeah, it's more the streamlined. Adventure zone, the event, yeah, it's definitely like levels, 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 levels. It sucks that it took... Like, I think, honestly, even though a lot of people like Sonic Generations, which is the one where they remade levels from, like, all the games in 3D, the one that was out right. on PS3, yeah. people loved. And then, obviously, a lot of the Do I have that? side-scroller I ones. That. Uh, it's, I played it. I'm pissed games. that you can't get Sonic 4 Episode 1 anymore. It's, like, only Episode 2. I saw that. I heard about that. It's, it's fucking so horrible. stupid. Uh, the last the game that we talked about, Sonic Forces, that I, like, right. that I played the I thought that game was literally finally. It took them fucking eighteen years to have a true spiritual successor to Sonic Adventure. Like I don't know, you play the game a little bit in my house, but a it feels bit, yeah. like it's the first one. Like I didn't play all because there a lot of just like Mario, but I mean a lot of fucking Sonic games came out there for a while, and I did not play all of those. But Sonic Forces legit felt like a Sonic Adventure three or like a spiritual successor, right? So, um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, we talked about it in your list as well. Um, it's just a really good fucking game. Um, I never really played the multiplayer on it that much. I thought that could have been improved. I didn't play. Um, but the single player stuff is. We all didn't have any friends. So like, damn. Wow. True. But yeah, I mean, I could talk. If we were, if we were hanging out growing up, we would have been playing fucking Sonic Adventure 2 multiplayer like all day for sure. Yeah. That game, seriously, you haven't played it, right, Jared? Or. I mean, I've played um, snippets of one of the Sonic Adventures. Because back when I wanted a Dreamcast, like when it first dropped, like, goddamn Sonic Adventure. Like, like you, so you go that home and play cool. that, I was just like, fuck, that's how you play. That Jeez. game was Because I loved Sonic growing up. I still love Like, Sonic still has a place in my heart. Like, Sonic 2 is on my top 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Incredible so, game. Man. Yeah. So, like, I don't Like, I love Sonic. I love Sonic growing up. You know what I mean? And, like, it. It breaks my heart a little bit. Sega's not around to make consoles anymore, but obviously I understand why. I'm glad. I'm just glad they're still. I wish it would be tough for me though, because then it's like, fuck. Maybe I do need three consoles. You know what I mean? If if Sega was still making quality consoles today, you know what I mean? I feel like there. I feel like theirs would be more like, uh, you know, like PlayStation. As yeah. opposed to like Switch or whatever, but like imagine if Yakuza was exclusive to a Sega console. Yeah, I'd have to buy Segas. Like I'd have to buy Sega. You like all your Sonic and like Yakuza games are all like on on Sega. I'd be like, like well, the thing fuck. is too, Sega owns part of Atlas now because they combine. So would all of the Shin Megami games be ex- like if Sega could have a console nowadays? The way they restructured their company, they'd probably have some banger fucking exclusive games. They always have banger exclusives, but like. Hey man, they just—they were always developing new technology too fast, too heavy. It's time, and it just didn't sell. Yeah. You know? Um. So I got two more on my list. I'm gonna try to plow through them. 
Um, but also, I don't want to shorthand my top don't two picks Sh- on the I fucking get, should list. I get, should I get a beer? Are we gonna be here a while? What are we doing? I don't. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna talk too much longer. But we're doing this live on the podcast. I mean, no, you no. probably have time for another beer, knowing you. Well, I've been. I don't know one of those big old ones. Hours. Not a big one. I'm. I'm well, you, you've probably never played this one anyway, so me and Jared will just talk for a minute. Yeah, the real men are talking now. So, to quote my dear friend Ricky Pizer, if you didn't own a Pokemon game in third grade, you were a joke. Yeah. Pokemon Red, fucking goat. I'm surprised. I Did you play? It's, it's weird that I don't have a Pokemon game in my top ten. I just know that I obsessively played Pokemon Red. I obsessively played Pokemon Gold. Like I I played these games. Don't 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 for a second think that I ain't a real fucking gangster. Right. Like I've played this shit. As we as we've talked about in a lot of my things, I love games where you collect shit. Obviously, Pokemon gotta catch them fucking all, brother. Um, love the game. Fucking everything about Pokemon Red's iconic. I've beaten it so many times. I can't even fucking think. Um, I always started with Charmander though. Fucking Chad. Yeah, he's the goat. Well. Here's like, the thing, here's my I'm opinion. like I'm I'm like I'm fucking corny. Like I'm like oh I'm playing Pokemon Red? Pfft, about to start with Charmander for sure. And then like when I would play Pokemon Blue, I'd be like pfft, starting with fucking Squirtle for sure. Right. Who starts with Bulbasaur? I think I probably like I think I probably started a campaign with Bulbasaur, but like just never fucking See, see I've it beaten up. it with all three starters. And here's the thing. Here's how I kind of feel about the starters. When you start with Bulbasaur, it's kind of like the game is on easy mode because grass is super effective against the first two gyms. Mm. When you start with Squirtle, water is super effective against the first gym. When you start with Charmander, you're fucked until at least you get to the third or fourth gym. So Charmander is kind of like having the game on hard mode. Yeah, but then when you get Charizard, it's, oh, it's, yeah, like, it's fucking. he's like OP as fuck. Like, he just fucks everything up. Yeah. Like, yeah, getting a Charizard fucking, like, it's game time. Like, um, I, I mean, like I said, I was corny as shit. So, like, I would always be like, okay, I got my Charmander. About to go out in the grass. And, like, I'm about to find me a Pikachu. Like, <laughs> right? So I'd always have a Pikachu up in my squad. And, like... They're hard to get. They're really tough to get in those games. And, like, it's not only, really tough, but it's, like... It's in, only in that one forest at the beginning of the game. In early game, they don't pop up very often. You got to go through, like, a lot of Weedles and Caterpies to fucking get, to, get a fucking Pikachu to pop up. And then, when it does, you got to catch the motherfucker. Like... Yeah. It's tough. When you got a Charmander smacking him up a little bit, like, (laughs) you probably kill him sometimes. Like, it's hard. It's hard to catch a Pikachu in that game. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I love the game. Obviously, love collecting everything. I love fucking the, um, what's it called? The Lavender Town? Like, I love fucking Lavender Town. (laughs) Anyway, like, I love the fucking haunted fucking place in that game. Yeah, that's great. Lavender Town. Um, Cinnabar Island's cool. I mean, literally, like, I could talk about every fucking area of this game. Um, I love the game so much. I don't, it's literally like there were so many nights where like, I'm literally in my bed, Mm. like in the middle of the night, using a fucking, like, book light because they weren't backlit on the yeah. fucking Game Boy, so you have yeah. to fucking shine your own fucking light on it. Uh, many road trips, just playing it in the fucking backseat. Um, I would get myself motion sick because we would go out. We had, like, a boat back in the day, and, like, so we would go out on Lake Erie and go fishing or whatever, and, like, on the trip out, I would just be like, all right, 
it's fucking Pokemon Gold time or whatever, you know, because I, mean? I think yeah. it was gold by the time we got our boat. And, like, I'm just playing it, and, like, ten minutes in, I'm just like, I can never be alive again. Like, I would get yeah. so fucking, like, seasick. Oh. But, yeah, I used to play these games obsessively. Yeah. Of course, it was also my introduction to RPGs in general. I mean, like, powering up, doing the fucking turn-based battles and stuff like that. Um, and homeboys don't level up with you. Yeah, home- The no. way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. I liked the XP share feature where, like, you could equip that to your Pokemon and then oh, they, oh, they yeah. all get... Oh, your whole party gets the fucking XP. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say about Pokemon that hasn't been said a billion fucking times before. Um, it's... A, it's... Those games are, like, some of the greatest games. I think that... Um, I think it's safe to say probably... One of those Pokemon games, like, I mean, Blue and Red are, like, the same fucking thing. Um, different Pokemon, you know, like, there's... Right, the, you gotta have both to get every Pokemon. Right. Yeah. Um, They're the same game, essentially. I I mean, you're you're sticking with Red, and I appreciate that, because, I mean, you know, I love it. I think that my favorite, probably, of all time is Gold. Um, gold slash Silver, I guess, like, even though, you know, gold was my preferred. It does have some things I liked. Like, I liked the cell phone mechanic where you could go Mm -hmm. back and, like, face, like, your former foes and stuff. But I I played Red call. I'd be calling Professor Oak on that bitch, and he'd be like, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that it's safe to say that you could pick one of those goddamn games and easily call it probably the greatest portable game of all time. Oh, for sure, yeah. Those games were just so, like, you don't really think about it now, but, like, portable games back then. You go back and just how, like, fucking deep and how much shit was in those fucking games. They crammed a lot of fucking shit into, like, into that little fucking cartridge on there. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And a save system in there? Stop, brother. Come on. (laughs) Um, And, like, yeah. Save systems were... Fucking basically old news at this yeah. point, but but I mean that game was the biggest deal. Like people all the time were talking about Pokemon in school and fucking oh yeah, you can find Mew if you can flip this truck over. And then there's the missing no glitch. Just there like, is so, just, there was so, so much, much bullshit that people would talk, and I would go to like random parts on the map and just be like, all right, here we go. Nothing like yeah. nothing's happening. Like you can get Mew though, like. How, how do you get Mew? It was only through, like, glitching. Because everyone thought it was, oh, once you flip the truck, he's there. But it's something, it's in Lavender Town. You have to do, like, a certain thing and, like, reset the game and, like, he'll appear at, like, some... Like, you have to be standing on, like, a certain pixel or some shit. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you beat the Elite Four. Gary's in the fucking game. Gary's a trip. Uh, I don't remember your rival in the second game. He wasn't as memorable. They were talking about it on Trash Taste and, like, how, like, growing up, you were kind of like... Gary fucking Oak. <laughs> like, God damn it, dude, Gary. Like, when you, everybody likes Ash. You want to support Ash. And then it's like, when you get older and you look back and you're like, Ash is a fucking loser, dude. <laughs> Gary is the fucking Chad. And they just make... So, it's just so funny when you look back and think, like, okay, Gary and Chad are... <laughs> Gary, Gary and Ash are like probably the same age. Maybe Gary's like a year older. Maybe okay, they're ten years old. Okay, 
And there's episodes of Pokemon where Gary just rolls up in like a convertible, like full of girls. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey, loser, I already beat this gym. It just like fucking peels out like in front of Ash. Like, God, he's 10 years old. What the fuck is this? Isn't it a thing in the anime that Ash, even to this day, I mean, they're still making the fucking anime. Ash has never beaten the fucking Pokemon League. I think he won one of the Pokemon Leagues. Did he? Like really? A, like a year or two ago. It had yeah. to be recently. It was, I think it was like a sort of big deal. He finally won like one of the Pokemon Leagues. Like, but yeah, like, he'd always, Ash is a fucking loser. Gary, Gary, the Chad, the virgin Ash, like, and and it's true, he's always like, like, he always comes up, he's got like, Gary has his own cheerleading squad. You remember that shit? In the anime, Gary, Gary, he's our man, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Gary fucking rules. (laughs) Like, Gary's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't have a Game Boy growing up. My sister got a Game Boy Advance and that was like the first fucking like thing. So like Pokemon, I watched the anime. Like I watched the anime like the day it premiered in America. I didn't have the cards, but like I watched the whole like, how many, like, I don't remember how many episodes were out initially, like when they came out times that I watched like the first season or two, but I didn't have, like, like I said, I didn't have like... My parents didn't do the video game stuff till I was a little bit older, so, like, I didn't... I guess I missed the Pokemon boat, but... Food it not, still holds up. Like, yeah, I'm you like, go right, back like, 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 that's one that's You like, like Shin Megami Tensei, right? It's kind of like that's, Dark Pokemon. That, that's, and I was actually going to bring that up briefly. Like, Shin Megami Tensei, like, Persona, those games, like, were, like... Were more like Pokemon Fuck, you know what I me. need? I, I got Persona on that PS5. Maybe after I beat Resident Evil and, and fucking thing, I should beat Persona 5. Before school starts again, bro, it's gonna take me like a hundred hours. Like I'm gonna have to I'm play it like over a hundred hours, and I got and I, I got the bad ending. Like it's like a bad ending, and I know that the actual ending is like X amount of hours. Like I'm over. I'd have to look. I think I'm at like 110 hours when I got to that, and the game is phenomenal. Like it's fucking getting personas fusing like. You'll spend, like, hours in the fusion, like, not hours, but, like, overall in the game, like, the fusion rooms just, like, trying to fuse new fucking Persona and, like, can get your completion because there'll be, like, a list of, like, how many you've gotten and obviously, like, you want to get the fucking best so you got to keep fusing, you got to, like, you can take them from battles but they'll be, most of the time, they'll be, you know, somewhat weaker ones you're just going to sacrifice for fusions but I know you'd be into it. I mean, because you do... Yeah, yeah, I need, I need to play it. It's yeah. literally the most... It's, I mean... As far as it's like, right, it's it's sounds like it's right up my alley. I know that goddamn like thirteen year old me is like literally inside my heart right now. Like Jared, you absolute fucking scumbag. Why are you not playing this game <laughs> right now? It's probably the like, most old. anime graphics. What the fuck, Jared? <laughs> like it's probably the most old school turn based. Like like if you if you think about like turn-based RPGs from, like, PlayStation 1 era and stuff like that, and, and want to harken back to that time, Persona series has just found a way to modernize that in every way, but still give you those kind of, like, old-school feeling. You know, like, everything nowadays is, like, an action RPG. Right, yeah. It's, like, they try to streamline everything, but, like, these, like, strategy, like, turn-based, like, you plan your shit, you do this, like, you have your person healing, you have your person defending, like, it's, like, very... You know what the fuck you're doing, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, so we are on my number one on the list. It's it's about time. We'll wait for Jared to 
get back in the room. He's take, he's taking a little tinkle. Um, I know the anticipation has been building um, because there's been one franchise on my list that's just kind of been looming. It's Majora's Mask! My favorite game of all time, Majora's Mask, The Legend of Zelda from N64. Um, I, pff, fucking GOAT. The best fucking game I've ever played in my life. Um, I don't know, because everyone says Ocarina of Time is better, but even even with that, like if even if this list, don't tell Jared, even if this list wasn't one per franchise, I don't know if Ocarina of Time would even be in my top ten. Ooh. But um, it's a good game, but doesn't hold a candle to Majora's Mask, in my opinion. Dare say Ocarina of Time's a good game. <laughs> He's yelling. It's fine. I'm glad I got that beer because I'm waiting for the, you guys to unload. Well, I mean, we're not. I mean, there's not much. I mean, I can appreciate Ocarina of Time as a good game. It's just I don't. Don't stop. Stop. It's a great game. It's a great game, but I like Majora's like, Mask. Like, in my opinion, the greatest game of all time. But I'm not going to argue with anyone that says Majora's Mask is their number one. I get it. I understand it. I fucking love Majora's Mask. I love Zelda. So, if you tell me any Zelda game, if you tell me fucking um, A Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, or Breath of the Wild, I think Breath of the Wild's too new to really have that status. But if you tell me one of those four, I'd be like, okay, sir, you you play good games. Like, I, I got you. Like, I understand right. what you're talking about. If you come at me with some fucking Twilight Princess or goddamn Sky... Don't even get me on Skywards. Miss me with that Skyward Sword bullshit, all right? Like... I don't think anyone's saying Skyward Sword is their favorite game. All right, like, Twilight Princess... Great game, I like I I love I like I love Twilight Princess, but like, stop! You come at me with better than Ocarina of Time. I'm gonna uppercut your fucking head off right. your shoulders. Like so, yeah, Majora's Mask. It's one of the few Zelda games that is a direct sequel. It's the one I played first. Um, I didn't play Ocarina of Time until a few years later when the GameCube like collectors. That's pack why you came like out. Majora's Mask more. Well, God I mean, damn, I like, mean, either way, even. Either way, when I played it on N64, I literally didn't know what the fuck I was doing because I was too young. It would get to the third day mark and I would just die. Like, it, I don't really think me playing it first had an impact on that. Um, I just like the game a lot better. I mean, the game is a lot spookier. The game is darker, even though... I don't know. Stop. Stop. The second half of Ocarina of Time is so it's, fucking it's scary. Dark. It's literally when you're in Hyrule Town, like... And everyone's dead. It's <laughs> Everyone's fucking dead. It's just like a constant thunderstorm. It's fucking like the town square is literally just zombies that are like... I guess... Basically grab onto you and like fucking hump you to death. I guess like, it's the anticipation, I guess. Because literally from day one, like even before anything happens... You feel fucking helpless. You've been turned into a Deku fucking scrub. You can't do fucking shit. You look up in the sky, the moon's gonna fucking kill you. And the entire game, you're trying to avoid this moon fucking killing everyone. The moon's fucking staring at you the entire time. The moon is spooky as fucking that Yeah. Game. And as it gets closer and closer with each day... I'm, I'm going to miss it's, me with that. <laughs> like, and again, we've talked... Day three when that motherfucker's just... You just like look in the sky and his ass is like... Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And we've talked about the other games I like. I like games where you collect shit. I like games where there's a lot of side quests. All right, and but I mean, stop. I mean, like, that's every Zelda game. I know, but what this game is the king of side quests and collectibles. Like, this game has... 
in Zelda games besides fucking Breath of the Wild. That's what I was going to say, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but you're collecting all the masks, you're collecting all the, doing all the fucking side quests. There's literally the one where the aliens come down to the fucking farm abducting the cows, fucking best side quest ever. There's one that literally, and I know you probably hate this shit, but there's the one that takes place over the course of the three days, and you have to be at the certain spots at every time, and if you fuck it up once, it's you got to start over. Um, I I don't I can't even like put into words like everything I like about this game. The um, thing that I didn't like, but I mean looking back now, totally worth it, is um, when you have all the masks basically, and then you have to do. Like, um, is this to get the fierce deity mask? You have to go through like, the like the four mini, trials the, or whatever. Yeah, there's like, the little four children, and they have their mini temples. Yeah, dude. When you get in the moon, yeah. And the one with the Goron thing, where you have to go down like basically the fucking Mario slide or whatever. You yeah. have to roll down that shit. Fuck, that was hard. God damn yeah. it. But then you get the ultimate reward for collecting all the masks. You go 100% full Chad, the most fucking ridiculous Link has ever been. Yeah, it's literally... It's Link, adult Link. All right, so kid Link, virgin. Adult Link, Chad. Fierce Deities adult Link, Giga Chad. Like, that's like... That is the ultimate Giga Chad. He's got the sword with the two blades that intertwine and meet at the top. And then when you're at full health, they shoot the beams out and shit. Fucking hell. It is insane. When you go back with the fierce deity mask and fight like the, the like other bosses. previous bosses, it's literally a joke. Like you just walk in, like the first boss of the game, you're like, nice fucking. It's literally the meme where it's like, um, where it's like the buff dude like walking into the room and it's like a small thing. It's like me after doing all the side quests, the first yeah. boss. Like, yeah. Nice yeah. try. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I love everything about this. It, it definitely has more of an emphasis on the side quests than it does the actual dungeons. Um, well, there's only four dungeons. There's only four dungeons in the game um, as opposed to fucking other games where there's like ten in some. Um, well, what? Ocarina of Time has, like, 11 or 12 or whatever. Right. But I think, and I think even when they do the dungeons in Majora's Mask, all of the dungeons are good. There's not, even the underwater one, it's not as bad as the fucking water temple in Ocarina of Time. Well, so the water temple in Ocarina of Time is fine. It's a good temple. The only thing about it is if you fuck up, you gotta start your game over. <laughs> I mean, like, so just don't fuck up. Like, make sure you're using your key on the right door. That's all. It's, it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta get it right the first time. I think they fixed that in Master Quest. It's actually easier in Master Quest yeah. than it is in the original. And I, I do love the 3DS remake. Um, they did a lot of things in the game that I think improve it. Like, when you are, like, in the N64 version, when you play the song of Double Time to skip forward it's always skipping you forward like the 12 hours or whatever in this one you can literally pick where you want to go mm. um so it's a lot there's a lot less waiting around right. i guess um and just everything about the 3ds version is better technically but i still prefer the old version because that's how i grew up with it they need to release these goddamn 3ds versions on switch if they were to put if they were to port the version they have on switch that would be my favorite version of the game because the graphics are like like without the 3d and anything like the way they smoothed all the graphics and like 
like like all like the sharp edges are like all rounded out and everything like even Ocarina of Time when I saw someone playing that on 3DS I was like fuck this looks amazing like yeah if they were to put it on Switch that'd probably be my favorite version of I'd the be, game I would beat both of those games again that's how you get me to beat those games again Nintendo if you drop the like HD remasters of fucking Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask I will buy it. They've I done will, it with every other fucking game. They've I got will f- buy the fuck out of it, but I don't want the HD remaster of like the old fucking. I want the HD remaster of the 3DS game. Well, because they already did the fucking remaster of uh, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and fucking a link. A link to the past is on Switch. They did a remaster of that. Cat, how does that? How does that Wind Waker look? It looks good. I mean, it doesn't look that much better than the original. I know, but that game's. That I original love, was I, beautiful. I like, love Wind Waker so that much. That game's dude. great. I, you know what? And if somebody comes up to me and says, yo, Wind Waker, okay. Wind Waker. All right, brother, you, you fucking got me. Wind, Even Wind, though Wind, Wind Waker Link is, is virgin simp. Like, Wind Waker might be my second favorite Zelda game. You're a fucking joke. <laughs> I know I just said this, but there's got to be some fucking standards here, man. Come on. I'm telling you this right now. Ocarina of Time might be my number four. You're a fucking cuck. What, <laughs> what, what is this? Fucking um, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, and then Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild, obviously. Nice try. Nice try. Where would you put Breath of the Wild for you? It's probably... Two like, or three? It's probably like three or four for me. Like, because it's going to be Ocarina, Majora's Mask, and then it's between like... Oh, God. Like, probably like... Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild there, or maybe even uh, well, then we have the same top four. Either that, it's just or, whatever either that order you or want. like a link to the past or some shit like that. And we basically have the same top four. It's just whatever order you want to put them in. Like it's not I'm saying like oh Phantom Hourglass number two, brother. No, I like, mean I don't expect that, but like, come on, man, put some respect. Put some respect on my boy here. Ocarina of Time. I'm sick of people disrespecting my boy. No one is disrespecting Ocarina Everyone yeah. says it's the greatest game of no, all time. No, people have been disrespecting lately, man. Like, I swear to God, Dan Lacey would say some shit about it and be like, yeah, it's not very good. I'm like, you you need to get your fucking legs chopped off. Like, Did he play the Zelda games? Dan plays Nintendo. Like, no, I know. I just didn't. I've never, like, I've never really heard him like talk about him. So. But I love the game. Again, another thing we didn't even talk about really is... Link goes through transformations in this as well. So it's kind of like you have four different characters you're playing as. Like, they all play different. Um, so it's just a nice variety of gameplay. And I don't know. I love the game. It's my favorite fucking game ever. So it's whatever. <laughs> it's my favorite game ever. It's whatever. It's definitely better than Deadly Premonition. That's for sure. Well, <laughs> I can say that with kind of... Once again, I will lay my dick on the table with a knife. I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's... Totally different. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> no, it's literally just a better game. <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't even. Miles is so upset. I wouldn't even compare. I wouldn't even fucking. Yeah, because you know, if you compared, you'd be like, "Fuck, Majora's Mask shits all over this game." I love Deadly Premonition, cats. <laughs> Bro, game's fucking rips. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Shout everything out. Goddamn. Uh, make sure you guys check out uh, the Pearly live set. Our friend Isaac just fucking, uh, well, Pearly uploaded it on their YouTube channel. 
I'm, you know, friends with, uh, I don't know if anyone else is, but I'm friends with Josie, and you know, Isaac, like, did the sound production on Dude, that. Isn't Dalton playing drums on that? Yeah, Dalton plays drums on it yeah. and everything. You know, I've watched I've watched most of it, but I had to go to work. So um, it sounds great, and it's, you know, the songs are great. So check out Pearly, a band from where we're from, and they're pretty good. So that's out there. Check them out on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel, Buddy's channel. Hit the like button. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Stuff. Subscribe to Miles' channel. Good luck finding it. Uh, <laughs> That's a side quest. Follow Miles on Instagram. <laughs> Miles Aak. Miles you follow Sack. Miles on Instagram, and every once in a while you'll get some content on his on his Instagram story, and it'll be like the frame rate of the dog getting <laughs> his head caught in the door in Resident Evil One. True. You'll be like, fuck, is this literally a clip from Resident Evil 1 as you're watching his Instagram story? Most of the time, it's just other content from other places, so I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> but, but the Miles, Miles is like, I am a content creator on fucking on fuck. Instagram. Just don't DM, DM him, because he's going to send you selfies of himself, and it's just, like, fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so we're going to wrap. I don't say any of that, but I admit I was going to sign off. Not, that whole last bit there, just don't do any of it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm out. I'll, I might see you guys next week. I might be on the podcast all the time now. It's, we're, we're, still, uh, we're still in talks. You Follow know? Miles on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get on there and do fucking. Uh, he's gonna play Majora's Mask, and then he's gonna be like, "Fuck, this isn't my top ten now." <laughs> Deadly Premonition, out of here. Fuck, fuck. Well, Resident Evil Four would have been in there, but we had these stupid bullshit rules per franchise. Okay, Ricky, calm the fuck down over there. Fuck. Like, it's Every- not stupid. Literally, like ninety percent of top ten lists do shit like this. Let us know in the comments what your top ten favorite video games of all time are. What are we gonna do next time, boys? I mean, we. We're talking about, are we going to do top ten films or top ten shows? What are no, we, we were, just, t- we were talking we about films all day, bro. I know, we're doing top, uh, someday. I someday know. I want to do an 11 through 20 list and see how hilarious they are, just for something. Next like, week, just, next week it's going to be fucking free form, no format for the show next week. Just unless fucking, we, unless we beat Resident uh, Evil. Uh, unless we beat Resident I'm Evil, I guess. fucking God, I'm trying to get home, I'm looking at the time like, God, you think I can play no, some we're going out to eat. We're going out to eat next. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I gotta go. The fuck. I gotta go to work tomorrow, bro. You saying that the actual two nerds are going out to eat without you? I gotta work tomorrow too, cat. Where do you guys? Well, oh, I gotta drive. Ending. I gotta drive back to Ashtabula tonight we're and stop the- at Willoughby and put out cat food. We all have lives to live. No, <laughs> we'll go somewhere quick and we'll we'll, we'll figure see. it. Out. We'll, we'll talk. Just All trying right. to be bros. Let's sign Mid- off. Catch your ass miles. down the road. I'll see you next week, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>